Dude, you're wearing like a suit and you've got like silver fox hair. What's going yeah, on? Yeah, you're looking good, actually, I think. Looking pretty sharp, if I'm being honest. That yeah, doesn't matter. Nothing matters. Okay, all DJ. Right. What's Nietzsche, but all right. You're, you're nihilistic all of a sudden? What's going I on? I hate to break it to you guys, but Warner Brothers Discovery has canceled our podcast. We're no longer on HBO Max. But we've put so much work in and like it, we're, it's done now. Yeah. Like, we just have to release it. It doesn't matter. All right. Nothing matters, honestly. Okay. Jesus. It's kind of dark, but your whole perspective has changed. Yeah, it's well. It doesn't matter what I think because I'm been contractually obligated to cancel our podcast. So cancel us? How? Like, yeah. What do you mean? No, Josh. No, 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 no. It's a good thing you shot me in the Kevlar because, uh, like, Uh, it's only on my chest. So I that kind of hurt to be honest with you. Do what the Uh, ah fuck! I always got to do the three tap. Welcome to There Are Too Many Movies, family. Hello. This week on There Are Too Many Movies, we watched the Michael Mann film Collateral. We did. But before we talk about Collateral, we're going to talk about what we've been watching. I'm Chris, aggressive button-up shirt guy Collins. I'm Josh, the silver fox, Rodriguez. Collateral, Rodriguez. Collateral. I'm Collateral. I am Collateral. I am Collateral Man. (laughs) And I am just Alex. I'm just a a regular dude, just just a guy on the street. Nothing crazy what about happened, him. What happened to your fat cock, doctor? I got my license taken away. Oh, shit. What happened? I prescribed too many opiates to children. So that PhD. Yeah. Pretty yeah. hard dick. Yeah. <laughs> I got a, a DSLs. What? So who wants to kick it off this week on what we've been watching? Uh, I'll go first. How's that? That's great. I guess How we don't it? really have a choice. It's great. I watched Under the Skin. Ooh, let's go. Wait, before we do this, okay, five bucks a month on Patreon to support your local on he's the internet so podcast. He's so money grubbing. Yeah. That's do you want money or not? thinks about, dude. I know. He's like, somebody has to. How can I be rewarded for this? Everything has to give me a reward. You're right. Neuron just activation doing, monkey, it's Chris. It's so fucking rude how you just interrupt my watch list. Yeah. Dude. Yeah. Yeah. No, you guys are right. We should just do this into microphones and then delete it because that's the only motivation for us doing this, right? Maybe just don't interrupt my watch list. Yeah. Okay. So you don't want me to pitch the Patreon, is what you're saying? Not right so now. So you don't want me Not to tell you the about uh, the middle Discord. of my watch oh my list, God. dude. All right. Would you just relax? I, I know you've got a but gun. Before and I everything. continue, Patreon is only $5 a month, and you get a bonus oh. episode. You get access to the Discord. Feet picks. Feet picks. I mean, all sorts of fun goofs and gags. I'm glad yep. you brought that up, Josh. See, naturally. Yeah, that was yeah. natural. All right. That was really that and was you really didn't good. interrupt me that time. Yeah. Well, I'll, I'll let it, the part where I interrupted you. I'll edit all that out, so then you'll just go right into that. Well, That's he didn't interrupt idea. you. He was already in a line of speaking. Exactly. True. And I was I, like, before I get into Under the Skin, we have a Patreon where you spend $5 a that month. That was good. Can you do one more clean of that? Ready? It's such one. a controlling... I watched Under the Skin this week, but before I talk about that, I want to tell you about the Patreon. Wow. What's up? What's do go that? on. Please go on. It's $5 a fucking month, and you get bonus shit, and you get some other shit. And you get some goofs and gags. Some goofs and gags. gags. You get some goofs and gags. You motherfucker. Yeah. We've got uh, a bonus episode a month. One might argue there's tomfoolery. Oh, my goodness. Are there japes? Yes. There's also quips. There's also jokies. 
There's also feet pics. Yeah. There's also tee-hee-ha-has. You know what I'm saying? Yep. There's being a bunch of fucking goofy guys, dude. Just a bunch of silly gooses. Shout out to all the blood fellas. relatives, by the way. Thank you for listening and thank you for supporting. Oh, fuck See you me. in the Discord. Uh, so how's Under the Skin? Under the Skin, directed by Jonathan Glazer. Jonathan Ooh, Glazer. Oh, I love when Alex does a good zer. Glazer. I just right. met her. <laughs> <laughs> that one it hit hard. Obvious. <laughs> yeah, that one hit hard <laughs> for some reason. <laughs> just, that was a good one. All right. Um, Jonathan Glazer, director of Sexy Beast, and not much else. True. The Netflix show, Sexy Beasts? No. No, not that Alex. dog shit. Uh, that is cinema. Sexy no, Beast no. is cinema, and it stars fucking Ben Kingsley. Ooh, yeah. he's an old man and not a sexy beast, though. I mean, he kind of is, though. Anyways, that movie's right. great. Under the Skin is fucking fantastic. One of the most visually striking films of all time. Where I remember watching, I vividly remember us all three watching this at the Angelica in Dallas. Uh, when it first came out, Alex, you didn't enjoy it as much because you're not no, a cinephile. Very odd how you Here's, didn't enjoy it. Can, I, let me re-explain this for the 30th time for you. Yeah, go on. I was expecting a Men in Black style alien movie. Why? Because I don't know. But I was expecting it. And there was a shot where a man rode a motorcycle on a street for 60 seconds straight. And I was like... I get it. He's driving a motorcycle. So l- let We're me get riding, this. but okay. Let me let me get this straight. You don't like Under the Skin. No, I love Under the Skin. You didn't like Under I the Skin. I didn't like it at first. Because you expected Men in Black. 100%. And you just couldn't get past that. So do you, No, I did get past do that. Do you go into every movie expecting Men in Black, though? Y- yes. You're like, where the fuck is Tommy Lee Jones? 100%. Where's, where's Will to- Smith? Where's a sweaty Tony Shalhoub in a gas station? Thank you. Where's the alien asking for sugar water? Yes. I, it's anything with those actors. I'm like, okay, where's the? I know you're setting yourself up. I know you're setting yourself up. Go ahead and do it. More, more. Ah, is that better? That was good. Thank you. I was holding for applause. This is a free podcast. Five bucks a month on Patreon, by the way. Um, for more, that was like bits. an anti ad, you know. That was mean? an impression. <laughs> that was an anti ad. That was impressions, and you know, when you do an impression, it's a very vulnerable type of comedy. And I appreciate right. you guys being supportive of it. Hey, man, that's why we're doing a podcast with you. Yeah, Thanks, Josh guys. does a really good Louis Armstrong. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> was that Randy Newman or Louis Armstrong? That's like a mix of both. <laughs> So now we're into Dune. All right, all right. What the fuck you? What the fuck? Anyways, what the fuck? Randy Newman trees. What if it was? What if Randy Newman did the Dune soundtrack? Like he was. Yeah, you're you got a fucking <laughs> Iraqi. I don't know. Just cut to all the soldiers. D- like, is this supposed to be inspiring? Like, you got a dude in me. <laughs> you got a dude in me. We gotta get in this place. Is- this show fucking sucks. I like it. <laughs>
All right. Uh, Anyways, you got a shy hello. <laughs> All right, fuck. Nice. Dude, what if what if when the, the like uh, the dune worm came out of the sand it was and it was like, Randy Newman? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> and I'll cut it in. <laughs> How do you guys snore? Because I, I give a good <laughs> like that. Yeah. How do you snore? Sounds like you have a deviated septum. Do I? Yeah. Oh, I do a lot of coke. So, what about you, Josh? How do you snore? With a big bubble coming out of your nose. Yeah. <laughs> nice. That's how I do it. Here's how, how do, I snore. Go ahead. Do you have night terrors? Yeah. Or rats eating your face in your dreams? Have you ever woken up fighting somebody? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just me? All right, sorry. No. We'll move on. You I, ever woken up out of breath and swinging at the air? No. <laughs> no? Okay, You ever sorry. wake up in a puddle of your own sweat and shit? Yes. Yes, me too. All the time. Under the Skin is amazing. Here are a few movies. Shut the fuck up. Yeah, no, and let's hear it Dragon Ball Super. Nice. Superhero. Nice. Bullet Train. Beast. And Top Gun. Maverick. If you'd like to hear more, ask me to tell you more. Never. Please tell me more. God damn it. That's it. (laughs) Well, I appreciate her getting back (laughs) us on to the topic of movies. Which, by the way, Dragon Ball Super, colon, superheroes, shit name. Yeah. It's a terrible hey, name. When it comes to anime, not the worst name, though. That's true. That's fair. There's literally, like, there was one that came out a couple weeks ago, or it's scheduled to come out in a couple months, but they announced it, and the title is literally, like, I was reincarnated in a dungeon at level one, but then I fought slimes until I became level 99, and now I'm the most powerful dungeon crawler. Jesus. Josh, you, you're itching your head. Yeah. Is that? It's the wig. It's, the wig. You know, well, it's don't the, itch it with the gun, the dude. safety is off. There you go. No. I mean, on. Fuck. Make me nervous when you do that, though. No, you're good now. What do you mean? Well, you're itching your head with the with the firearm, so it makes me a little it's nervous. Just a fucking gun. Okay, dude. okay. Stop waving it at me, dude. It? Yeah. But... Under the skin. It's fantastic. Uh, visually striking. Uh, one of the best films fucking ever. Like, this is a top 100. Dude, easy. for real. When I rewatched it recently, I forgot how hard it hit. Like, the, oh, it's fucking fantastic. The end is one of the best payoffs. It, oh, man. Dude. And it's, uh, dude, the reveal of like the actual <laughs> fucking shit. Editing and that out for spoilers, <clears throat> but it's okay. That, I said, I said, I'm going to put beeps all over this. <laughs> That's so infuriating. All Josh, right, quit saying. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Please whatever. stop spoiling everything. Um, what was I going to say? Oh, yeah. So I, I, this is only the second time I've seen it. Yeah. So I saw it the one time in the theater. I was like, oh, that was fucking terrific. Loved it. And for whatever reason, didn't go back and rewatch it. So then I watched it again. Uh, wow. Fucking wow, dude. So good. Yeah. Like, Men in Black the- is more rewatchable, though. Coming back to Men in Black, though. Arguable. Mm. More watchable. More rewatchable. Rewatchable. I, you know what? You could argue it. And I am. I love how like visually striking onto the skin is from the beginning though. Like like it's just shapes and colors. Yeah. And, and then it starts to form like an eye, and then you're like, oh, they're building a human. Yeah. That's a scarlet. It's like when like... you pour cream in your coffee and you're just like <sighs> <laughs> And you're like witnessing the birth of a universe. Yeah. Like, wow. Uh next up is Enemy. Yeah. Ooh, Jake Gyllenhaal. Jake Gyllenhaal. Denny V. Denny V, a lesser known of his movies. Um, guys, I did not care for this one very much. Why? Um, it just didn't really hit for me. I don't know. You like, don't. You it's, don't like good things. 
yeah, that's it. No, I just I just didn't think it was vi- visually as interesting as other Denny V projects. It doesn't look as good. That's for sure. I don't know. It just I, I don't know if I was in the wrong mood for it, but like as a whole, this does not feel like a, a Denny V joint. It, like the things that I expect out of a Denny V joint, this really yeah. doesn't do it. It's very abstract. It's very that's true different. So I just wasn't I wasn't about it. Yeah, it's one of his earlier movies. So. I, I like the part where Jake Gyllenhaal, he's like the one guy is like, "What are you doing here?" And he's like, "I'm the enemy." Like yeah, that part dude. went hard. That so line the script crazy. was was lacking in that way. Yeah. Well, that one part went really hard though. Yeah. That was a good part. And when yeah. he looked into camera and when he yeah. said it, it was just so. But did, that's he did that after Prisoners, right? Yeah, uh, I think so. Good question, actually. I'm pretty sure he did. Like 2013, right? Yeah, I think he did it after Prisoners, which is is like you expect the follow up to Prisoners to be fucking hard as right. shit, and that just did not go. It man. is a prequel to Hero with Jet Li, though, which I do appreciate. <clears throat> Same year. What? Same year. Interesting. How we got to get to specific dates? Pacifics. Pa- yeah, Pacific. Go ahead. S- specific rim job. Okay. Alexa, when did the movie Prisoners come out? The film Prisoners was released on September 20th, 2013. September 20th. Alexa, when did the movie Enemy come out? The film Enemy was released on February 6th, 2014. So Prisoners was after. No, 2014, she said. What? What? Did she say 2014? Yeah, I just totally... I'm a bad listener. I wonder why Now I get why my girlfriend is mad at me all the time. <laughs> when does IMDb say 2013? <clears throat> I mean, it probably did a uh, like an international a platform release. Yeah. So New York, L.A., late 2013, well, and then wide in 14. Yeah, that's actually weird. Then that is strange. That so like in that way, it's like this is a follow up yeah. to fucking prisoners. You're right. That is then weird. you drop enemy. I was like, eek. yeah. And it, it's really abstract. Obviously, the ending is what it is, and I liked the ending, but like. Huh? Yeah, it's a. It's probably one of the biggest what the fuck endings. I want a fucking. I want. A, <laughs> I want a fucking home improvement. Oh, <laughs> like yeah. at the end of that. No, it, it definitely is that. Oh, it was an A twenty four movie. Yeah, one of the first. I did not know that. So it was under the skin. Under the skin. Yeah, under the skin. <clears throat> but yeah, uh, that's a. It is more abstract, and <clears throat> I, I would agree that it does not feel like a Denny V movie. You're right about that. It's cinema, but definitely not four three. Like, not at all. That's fair. I'm not rushing to own that one anytime yeah. soon. I did like the thriller aspect of, like, an evil twin. Just being like, what? The, why do we look the same? Like, that is in itself a great premise. So, yeah. Enemy, en- enemy not 4-3. Uh, Leon the Professional. Yeah. Nice. Oh, what? Is it the questionableness of Natalie Portman's role? Dude, Very questionable. Yeah. Uh, okay. If you take that out, fucking amazing yeah okay hey, it's a french director man it's okay yeah, i yeah. liked this movie a lot uh mm. when i was younger this is like one of those first like oh this is cinema dude you know yeah because I mean? yeah. it's it's what the internet tells you is cinema i mean right. it is oh, a good movie sure and it's a and it's a good movie but watching it again dude holy fucking shit is it like not good dude. really lolita <laughs> the professional problematic yeah. as fuck dude yeah and, and like, you own it I now own it. Well, because I was so like, you condone it. Yeah, I was like, so this you're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, shit, I need to own this movie. It's great. And then rewatching it, it's like, oh, this is not good. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like that right on your shelf next to to catch a predator box set. Why don't you have a seat right over there, please? Yeah. yeah, oh, yeah. I, if they made that day one purchase, dude. <laughs> yeah, it's got all the predators. It's got prey. It's got alien versus predator. Right. Right. 
The Predator box set. Yeah. yeah. Um, shit. So Leon the Professional is not, does not hold <clears throat> up in the way that, I mean, it's just problematic as fuck. I don't know who watched this and was like, yeah, this is great. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like the movie itself is good. Yeah. But shit. But there's a big shit stain on it. Anyways, I think Leon the Professional is a, is a good movie, but it's really difficult to watch because of the, uh, yeah, the elephant in the room, man. Like, yeah. Natalie Portman is way too fucking young to be doing that role, you know? Is that her first or second movie? Uh, I honestly don't I know. I think her first movie was Heat. No, no that's no. afterwards. She's, yeah. She's older in Heat than she oh. is in Leon. Okay. So she's fucking... She's like Jodie Foster in Taxi Driver Young. Dude, younger than that, yeah. though. She is fucking young. They sleep in the same bed together at one point. She's doing like a fucking Marilyn Monroe impression to like, yeah. yeesh. Dude, I remember is... there's like a bra scene. I remember. Yeah. It's like not cool. Not fucking cool. Big yeesh. And Gary is... Oldman though. Gary Oldman. Uh, dude. And like I said, the movie itself, aside from all of that is fantastic. Leon, uh, fucking uh, Jean Reno is fucking incredible, dude. It's just that aspect of it is like yeah. fucking yikes, dude. Yeah. Big but time. Yikes. I haven't seen it in a long time, but isn't the movie about her, being that way because she had a rough upbringing and he's very dismissive of it because he's professional see that's the thing dude like i thought that as well he is not very dismissive of it oh like she'll say something very sexual to him and he'll like spit up his milk as like like a comedy you know what i mean Hmm. as opposed to being like you need to stop that you're fucking this year's old i'm this year's old absolutely not he never does that he's always just like that was a wacky thing okay you know what i mean and like he'll he'll stop her every now and then but it's not like it's like a playful, like, okay, you need to stop that now. You know what I mean? Okay. Not actually putting a fucking... Right, it's not as like... A brick wall up. You know it, what I'm saying? It. Hey, the and French, al- chill out. And allowing her <laughs> to sleep in the bed is, is another fucking... Yeah. Thing, where it's like, okay, dude. Th- yeah, that's like... Yeah, yeah it's... It's it's tough, man. And but is there, isn't there a father-daughter dynamic to it also? That's me. what I remember. She's in love with him. She At one point, she's like, I'm in love with you. And he's like, uh, you can't be, but... Okay. Like, hmm. you know what I mean? He's so professional. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's one of those where like, you know, even more down the road it's going to be like, "Oh, that's just a fucking crime that that movie yeah. exists." You Yikes. know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, I don't need I haven't seen it in over 10 years. Yeah. yeah. I implore you to watch it again through that lens. And like I said, it's not o- overt, but it's like, yikes. It, the fact that it's in there, you just f- feel uncomfortable watching yeah. those. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. So what else did you watch? Um, <laughs> <laughs> I watched uh, The Girl in the Spider's Web. Uh, oh, yes. nice. Is yeah. that one with Rooney Mara or is that one of the Swedish? No, 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 no. It's the American sequel that did not include David Fincher or uh, or Rooney Mara. Yeah. And it is the Fede Alvarez picture. <clears throat> Fede Alvarez, as we know, did Evil Dead remake. Um, and also with Claire, what's her name? Claire Foy. Foy. Yeah. Who is a great actress. Great actress. Now, I'll say... And you re- rewatched this just now, right? With me. Yes. And I remember when I saw it years ago, I must have been in a good... I'll preface this. <laughs> you, we watched this per ri- my recommendation. I was like, right. dude, you got to see Girl in the Spider's Web. It's not bad. Yeah. And uh, like, I was pretty, you know, surprised. It's pretty good. Yeah. And, you know, it's Fede Alvarez. And um, I was like, going in, I was stoked. 
as it played out, I was like, this is not as five head as I remember. <laughs> uh, it was, it's, I hate that feeling so much. Yeah. yeah damn. You, you it. hype it up and yeah. then you're like, you're shit. like, damn, I was really stupid a few years ago. Uh, yeah. <laughs> where I was like, or I just, it just hit different a few years ago. Yeah. Caught yeah. me at the right time or something. Yeah. <clears throat> um, it was still really good. It's a really solid. It's really movie. good. Um, yeah. but it's just, it's not Fincher esque. It's 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 a little spoon feedy. It's got a little bit of the. I'm sorry, I'm hijacking your watch list. No, no, please. Continue. Uh, it's it's a little spoon feedy, and it's 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 got some of that like oh downloading hacking data like type of shit. Whereas in like <coughs> Dragon Tattoo, you barely saw a laptop screen. Exactly. Where it would be like like you're hey, on the it's other encrypted. side. Of it. Like hey, that's encrypted. She goes please. And that's all you need. Yeah. Yep. Like uh, the way they handle it in this is a bit three head. A little bit more popcorn. Some are fun. Top-down convertible fun time. Just different vibes. But it does have some redeeming scenes. Like some oh, no. really cool scenes in it. Absolutely. Steven Merchant's in it, who, who's Ooh. great. Um, it's uh, The cast is really great. Fucking, uh, oh man, what's his name, dude? Bing Rames. Sorry to bother you. Oh, uh, Lakeith Stanfield. Lakeith Stanfield. He's yeah. great. Uh, he it, plays the hacker on the NSA side. And fucking love from Blade Runner 2049. Yes. Yeah, she's nice. in it, dude. And she is fucking fantastic. I really think it's a good movie. It's not fucking... It's definitely not 4-3 for me, but it's just really, really good. It also has that hill to climb for you all right off the bat because it's not Fincher and it's not Rudy Mara. And yeah. you're just like, why does this exist? It, there's It's two out of three. Yeah. So there's one, two, and then they just stopped. And the guy that used the the guy that used to recast Daniel oh, Craig. No, yeah, it's so weird. Yeah, he's, he's like is, who ten is years younger. Just a, some just guy, some dude. some dude, and it's just some it, guy that you would see in like a CW show. Oh, you yeah. Know what I mean, and it's so weird to pick up in this movie where the other story left off, and just you have to just be like, all right, they pass the baton to a completely right. different situation, and just deal with that. It's kind of weird, but right. um, it's fine. Yeah. But um, you're playing with that gun again. It's making yeah, me nervous. Yeah, it's a little. And you're holding it like from the tr- like the back of it. Did you go through so training weird. to get that? Jesus Did fucking Christ! It just went off. Stop! Just ah oh, fuck! Oh, now you're gonna pistol whip. Just stop. Well, ah, I didn't do it. Ah, shit! It hurt though. I felt it. All right, and you scra- okay. stop scratching your your forehead with it. It's, it's fucking fine. weird. Anyways, <sighs> anyways, you make me nervous. But how is Spider's Web? I trust you. Cinema not four three. Fair, you know. That's just a, fair a, just a good time. <clears throat> Fede Alvarez is great, and I want to see more do True. nothing, he more is, things. He's currently doing a Apple TV Plus series right now. Let's go, BB. Your I favorite know. service? I think it's already out. Um, two more are going to go pretty quick. Shin it. Godzilla. Yes. Okay. Yes. All right. I didn't know what to expect going into this. And holy shit, is this a fun movie, dude? It best Godzilla movie. It okay. I was like, wow, there's a lot of talking in this movie right off the bat, but it's like it turns into like this really quick, funny fucking. It's like, like the most on point political commentary for the yes! time of Japan, dude. Yes, and it's like it's a procedural in a way, yeah. that they're going through it, but and- it's also the hypest kaiju movie ever made. And Godzilla is fucking awesome in yeah. it. And it like, there's no like plot where it's like, we need to have him on our side or fucking anything like that. No, this. he's a fucking threat. Yeah. yeah big time. And, and he's like, shaped like a pear. Yeah. Dude, yeah. Dude, his dead eyes and jagged the teeth. The dead eyes. That part was like, as he's evolving he's and he so has the dead unnerving. eyes. Like and he has no arms eyes. right away. Yeah. yeah. Like a doll's eyes. Lifeless eyes. Black eyes. Like a doll's eyes. And like his arms start coming out, and then 
Dude, when his spine starts glowing Dude. and fucking shoots off the fucking missiles that Making are Making like me want to watch this right now. It's so good. It is fucking fantastic. And, and one the audio of, design. Yes. So fucking good. It's traditional fucking Godzilla shit. Sounds like shit. But in a but good in way. A good, yeah, yeah. Yeah. In a great way. And that's the thing about old movies is film can be restored to 4K and to HD can be rescanned. But the biggest tell for old movies is the audio. It always sounds old no matter yeah. what. You can't, there's just, mm-hmm. you just can't clean it up as well. Yeah. This, Nothing like an 80s gunshot. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? It just yeah. has like a. But this, right off the bat, when it has, you hear that first like Godzilla roar, you're like, oh, this is a love letter to the one hundred percent Godzilla. It's yeah. a modernized version of nineteen fifty four Godzilla. It's amazing. So, the fact that it's called Shin Godzilla, Shin Godzilla, Shin is like where they are, right? I think it's just sort of like new. I think it sort of translates to new Godzilla or something. Oh, okay. I thought because they were in Shin somewhere, Shinjuku. Yeah. Okay. I, I mean, that, that's just like a neighborhood in Tokyo. But, oh, okay. Yeah. Well, then never mind. Um, so are they, is Godzilla like one of those things where it's like free use? Everyone can use Godzilla now because it's like one of those, like Winnie the Pooh now is no, a free it, use it, property. It's, yeah, it's so a there's Toho Winnie property. the Pooh and Godzilla. And Godzilla for <laughs> what free use. What do you use. mean? Yeah, I'm just saying those are the two free use properties. N- and, we'll Ma- put, and we'll put Winnie the Pooh right here. Mickey Mouse is about to be free use. Uh, doubt. No. What? No way. It's going to enter the lexicon where it's like, it's not. There is no way Disney is going to let that happen. I know. But like, it's, it's up for passing. You know what's going to happen? Disney is going to lobby to change that law to allow it to go on longer so that they can retain the rights because they are the biggest company on earth. They are. Yeah. Yeah. There's no way. It's it's like, and it's not even an issue and we'll do that and we'll own the world. Yeah. Yeah. We'll change a law. No big deal. Uh, like Cinderella, you know what I mean. So, so anyway, to Mickey Mouse in Fortnite with a lightsaber, <laughs> doing a command. Oh, yeah, call me, me. That's really good. Father son Kamehameha with Mickey and Winnie, like <laughs> <laughs> they fuse and become goofy. Yeah. So Godzilla is still a property that they have to like secure. It, it's a Toho property, firmly. Okay, never yeah. mind. Because um, I was wondering, like, how did this get made? How did this get? Because it felt like a very fan, uh, a fan made film. It it is a love letter to the original Godzilla, where he is like an unknown thing that just comes and fucks Tokyo up. Yeah, and it's because of humanity's fuck ups, essentially. But okay. you're so right that it feels like a YouTube fan film. It does. It yeah. really does. But in a great way, like a yeah. big yeah. budget yeah. fan yeah. film, where it's like, oh, this was made by. Like when you see those fan films, you're like, oh, this is what they should do, but they'll never do. Right. Exactly. Like where it's this like, has passion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where it's yeah. like, oh, this is made by the lovers of this franchise. And like they did like they're not s- spoon fading you any content at all. There's right. they're not spouting lore in your fucking face every yeah. five minutes. Yeah, like it's yeah, just yeah. lovers of the of the franchise. There's not a hundred cooks in the kitchen that ruin it. No. Yeah. And it feels distinctly different because it's technically part of a different like era of Godzilla. Right. So there's like Showa, Heisei, Millennium, and then the American version that we have here where it's like Godzilla versus Kong and stuff, that's called the Monsterverse. And then Shin Godzilla is part of something called the Reiwa era Godzilla. Mm. I want to see more of that. 100%. That sounds fucking awesome. Anyways, uh, I really, really liked it. It's cinema. It's 4-3. I would like to own this movie. Fuck yeah. It's fucking fantastic. And uh, the last one on my list, I have more, but I'll just end it here. Um, I went to go see Greece, dude, in theaters. I went. What? 
I went with my dad. It's my one of my dad's favorite movies. Oh, nice! And little they, grease lightning. Exactly. They did a uh, they did a few screenings to promote uh, breast cancer awareness for Olivia Newton John, who just passed away. Um, this is my first time seeing Grease all the way through. Holy fucking shit! Is it funny, dude? Really? Yeah. It is a really funny movie. Like, and it's. the innuendos it's like how the fuck did they get away with some of this shit it's like we'll make you cream from this car (laughs) yeah 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 like tell me more tell me more dude i loved it the music was was fantastic yeah uh yeah fucking high recommend if you've not gone back to watch grease ever and by the way all those people are supposed to be in high school which is hilarious dude yeah Yeah, there's a guy with travolta yeah there's a guy with a clear five o'clock shadow like yeah yeah. they're all in their 30s and easily dude the fucking scene in the then they race in the little waterway yeah awesome i remember watching that being like this is intense (laughs) (laughs) i've actually i've never seen that in full i've only seen scenes dude same i had only seen like a a few bits and pieces of course i know the songs but man, it's fucking great, dude. Funny, the final number, dude. The final number, funny as shit. Honestly, it's the first one. It's the um, summer loving, blah blah blah. blah uh, da, 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 oh, yeah. When they're like on dancing the on the bleachers, yeah, dude. That's a vibe, dude. Yeah. I fucking loved every minute of that. Having a blast. So you'd seen this before? I, yeah, I didn't obviously. know that. Yeah. Really it was one of those childhood movies that like my family just owned. For and sure. I had seen a few times. It was gotcha. like one of those early DVD buys, I think. Yeah, yeah, I get you. So you'd never seen it then? No. It's fucking fun as shit, dude. Nice. Also, growing older means like you appreciate Rizzo in a whole other way, dude. She's fucking hot as shit in that movie, man. Is that the main person? No, not uh, not Olivia Newton-John. I don't know her actual name. I don't know. Rizzo Mark- is the one with the short, dark hair. I don't remember. Mark Rizzo from Soulfly. Mm. anyways you appreciate her when you're a little older you're like she's a fucking bad bitch yeah i i would be i would love to rewatch it as like an adult because i i it's all all of it's just like the soup of like <clears throat> like just a I pop culture nostalgia. Yeah, 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 yeah in yeah. my head and i bet i would like you i'd probably catch a ton more jokes that i didn't dude it's fucking hilarious dirty like, damn yeah dirty and funny and hell yeah just big and fun and stupid and cinema hell yeah absolutely awesome. that's it for me excellent super long sorry about that yeah. alex oh, you want to go fine. next sure uh first of all let me bring up my list but i know that i have finished the rehearsal on hbo max yeah dude this shit is beyond wild you have got to watch it it's I only six episodes i can't even describe the type of show it is because it's nathan fielder getting to do whatever he wants you have to watch it i don't want to spoil anything there are moment there are moments where it's like strangely wholesome that you don't expect and then because of Nathan Fielder being Nathan Fielder he turns it to like almost like a sinister moment and you're like what the fuck it's oh, dude God. you it's He's tough. No, it's like, like nothing I, I've ever watched I could I could barely get through Nathan for you cuz I just felt bad for all the people and I felt I would cringe at all that I have said it so many times like he's he's brilliant don't get me wrong he's he's also hilarious but it's tough for me to watch. There's probably, and over the course of the six episodes, there's maybe like two interactions, I would say, that are like on the level of like exploitative cringe that Nathan For You is sort of known for. Yeah. The rest of it is stuff that I was just sort of marveling at. All right. Like, at least watch episode four, which has one of the I'm most... I'm not going to skip to episode four. Are you but, saying the first three are filler? No, 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 not at all. But episode four had me like fucking like holding my hair with my hands. Like, what the fuck? How did he think of this? How is this happening? This sounds Dude. stressful. It, it sounds very stressful. Yeah. 
But you loved it. But you recommend I, I it. I loved it. I recommend it. It okay. is wild. I'm so happy that it's been renewed for season two. Okay, yeah. I've heard and no, nobody nobody stops talking about it. So you got yeah, it. I yeah, feel I like one of those things, it's one of those things that you avoid because you see it everywhere. You're yeah, like, yeah. And you're like, it can't be that good. <laughs> you're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're like, I, I'm going to unwatch it out of spite. I have... <laughs> I have no doubt that it's fucking fantastic. I'm sure. It just like stresses me out. Yeah, the thought of it stresses me out. The first episode... It's real people, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, then, yeah. Well, here's the thing, though. It's also not. Okay, I don't it's, know what the fuck. The first on. episode presents the sort of, like, concepts that he's working with throughout the rest of the season. Okay, and don't then, go too far. I don't want you to spoil and, it. But the, then episodes two through six, the rest of the season, are, like, one continuous storyline. All right. It's a big reco. Yeah, we got big reco. Okay. Big That's, reco. Um, <laughs> don't you like how it's just falling on deaf ears? We're like, we, yeah, we, I'm like, like, I'm like we, guys, we, please. We're like, we get it's good, but fuck you. Yeah, like, yeah. I, it's not that. It's just like you just I'm don't want to feel uncomfortable. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm scared, basically. Yeah, I got you. He makes me uncomfortable. Um, id invaded. This is uh, I'll get it out of the way, Josh. It's an anime. Def- I mean, oh, based on the title, who would have guessed? I will say, um. It is similar, and you're going to shoot me for this, it is similar to Inception in that uh, it is about people diving into minds of criminals in order to derive their motives. And uh, for that reason, it is a cool watch. It is. That like, sounds pretty cool, actually. It is like a, sort of like a detective procedural, but like sci-fi as well. Hmm. Um, See, like, th- that's something that okay, I would, I would okay. feel like... You're waving the gun around. Again. I would watch yeah. casually. Sure. You know what I mean? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So you don't need to turn the safety. You're being very emotive with your hands. (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) Shrugging. That's what do you want me to do? That's your sitcom promo (laughs) cover. What are you gonna do? Uh, So it invaded. Good stuff. Fun stuff. I like it. It's also a very short anime. Thirteen episodes, not one thousand twenty-nine like One Piece. One season. One season. One and done. One and done. Love that. But there is, see it. But there's a manga sequel, which I am waiting to read. Um, what is the animation style like? What what, what should I picture, Alex? Um, it's good. It's Speaking of animation style, is there anything that has ever been done in the likeness of that Kill Bill cartoon cutaway they did? Afro Samurai. Nice. Afro Samurai goes hard. Like you, where they, they in, impale somebody and it's, it's like, like a pfft. fucking river, like a geyser yeah. of blood goes off. Uh, some of the fight scenes in Samurai Champloo as well, those go really hard. Okay. Uh, I remember seeing that being like, that's the shit. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Shigoryu Death Frenzy. That was such a fucking cool detail to add to that. I, that is. That's so fucking That part hard. goes so fucking hard. Yeah. Some of the it's coolest like, let, anime ever. Let's go into Lucy Liu's background. Oh, wait, here's an anime sequence amazing the only anima that anime that is cinema please stop pointing with the gun it's making yeah it's a little you're holding it so weird too. yeah upside down and that's not how they train like you to shoot hold with it. the pinky bing 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 <laughs> number right. three on the list the sandman on netflix nice how's that uh it's really good uh i started reading the comics in preparation for the netflix series so that i could know what's going on essentially nice um it is high fantasy, so if you're not into that, you're not going to like it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but really cool. It seems high budget, really well done, faithful to the comics. 
Um, aside from like they sort of rearrange some of the timeline stuff, but it still works in in the sense of like the narrative. Gotcha. Um, and this is about Adam Sandler, right? The Sandman. Yes, it is about his journey to becoming Suburban. Jack and Jill. Yeah, the origins <clears throat> leading yeah. up to and how he finds the clicker from yeah. Click. Yeah. So I, I tuned the fuck out. Are you? T- <laughs> is it? Is it? Uh, it is the book. It is faithful to the book. Yeah, I would say like ninety nine percent. Yeah, the book is by Neil Gaiman. Neil Gaiman. That's yeah. right. Cool. Yeah. And you like you really like the show so far? Yeah. Where is it again? Netflix. Not George Gordon Levitt. No. What do you mean? Like playing Sandman? Yeah. No, no, no. Oh. He was attached at one point, right? Really? Yeah. I don't think you know what? I like him. I don't like watching him in movies. Is that you know what I mean? You like the actor, you don't like seeing him in movies. You didn't like Inception with him in it? I think it could be better with a different guy. Hey, is that a safe way to scratch your eyeball on your head? What do you mean? Last on the list. Yeah, that's probably. Sorry, I just wanted bit. to adjust that. It was it was facing me again. Please stop. Yeah. Well, it is it is one of Josh's belongings, so he could do what he wants with it. All I right. would argue. All right, we'll leave it right there. So it's cool there. It's I aiming think. right at my dick. Well, don't touch it. <laughs> Lastly, <clears throat> I have the first of the films that I plan on watching of this franchise: One Piece Strong World. This is a good movie that I would... Is it canon? No. (sighs) Fucking weird, dude. But it is (laughs) written by Ichiro Oda, the author of One Piece. Okay, so so you watched a whole filler movie. It's not filler. Filler is something written by the studio and not the author of the... You know what filler is? Just matter. Let's go. So that's my list. Those four things. Solid. Good shit, man. Thank you. All right. What have I been watching? Thanks for asking, guys. So to kick my watch. Oh, my God. That sounds so good. What you got there? Mm. Zoa. Nice. Tropical punch. Tropical punch. I thought it was fruit punch. Tropical punch. Tropical. I thought it was fruity. From the Tropic of Capricorn. Fruity punch. Nope. You're wrong. What if it was just called Punch? So a punch. Uh, that's pretty good. I like that. Yeah. This Damn, you little slurpy bitch. <sighs> Cinema Punch. Nice. Zoe sponsored the pod. Why doesn't One Punch Man have a punch? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. You know, it's, the one it's punch punch obvious. Punch. Yeah, the One Punch Man punch. Yeah. Because you die. So I watch. That sounds bo- so good. Sorry. You want me to keep going? Yeah. Okay. Okay. I'll just, just keep you aggressively are slurping that. And, all right. So I rewatched. Chris, come on. All right. Fine. Sorry. I watched Boogie Nights. <sighs> ah. So was, refreshing. Was that? that sounds so good, dude. I actually thought I had seen this movie. Oh, really? Yeah. Boogie Nights? Yeah. You thought you would see this is your first watch? Yeah. Holy shit. I was like I was like I'm going to rewatch PTA baby. Yeah. yeah, so when I got into PTA like Punch <clears throat> Drunk Love, There Will Be Blood, I thought I had went back and like what cuz I watched Magnolia, mm. with Tom Cruise which is crazy movie. His other villain role, probably only Wait, other villain role. When did you talk about Magnolia? 
What do you mean? When did I talk about it? Yeah, when I haven't you... talked about it, but like when I got wait, into PTA, you haven't watched it recently. No, oh, okay. but when okay. I got into PTA, I was okay. like, "Who's this guy?" And I went back and watched everything. Got it. Have you seen Magnolia recently? No, no, I've Have never seen, seen it at all. Never seen it. Never, bro. I just bought it on uh, Blu-ray. I always confuse it with Brazil for some reason. Tom Cruise plays. That on Blu-ray. Nice. Tom Cruise plays like an Andrew Tate alpha male, like type a of guy badass. the guy that Perfect goes for him yeah the guy that goes he goes around like doing conventions about like we need to take back the man what it is to be a man you know that, that type of shit yeah cringe but arguably he's fantastic in it i'm sure he's great in it but that that role is crazy but yeah. uh, <clears throat> one of the only other times he did a villain role besides collateral that we're talking about today yeah technically and, minority report <clears throat> mm, yeah arguable technically arguable but um Boogie Nights. So I started it thinking I was going to rewatch it. And then like 20, 30 minutes in, I'm like, like, I don't recognize any of this. I've never seen any of this. Yeah. yeah. And dude, I'm like, it's Philip Seymour Hoffman? Dude. Yeah. Like all this. Like, John C. Riley, John C. Like Riley. skinny yeah. John C. Riley. One of your Riley. favorite actors. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. He was also in Magnolia. But Alfred Molina, dude. Fuck yeah. 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 God. Burt Reynolds. Wait, 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 wait. I love this part. Fucking come on, dude. dude. He was so good in that. Out of nowhere, too. Yeah. The gun just like spun around to face it's me. Cool. It's cool. Chill out. It didn't dude. do anything. All right. Well, let me hold it for a little while. Right, fine. It's fine. I'm holding it. Look, I'll just hold it this way so it's not facing you guys. That's really polite of you. Thank you. Anyways, Boogie Nights was like, it was like Requiem for a Dream, but with porn. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. Where it's like, you just watch this guy go down the rabbit hole. Dude, William H. Macy, dude. Yes. Uh, that was such a Tarantino style of happenstance. Because he said the N word a hundred times. Yes, that's exactly yeah. why. Yeah, that, that he went on a racist monologue for no reason. <laughs> um, but uh, no, the uh, that moment, that that weird side story with William H Macy was very Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. That's what this movie kind of felt like, actually. Except it actually had like Once a- Upon a Time in fucking Pussywood. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, Boogie Nights was good, solid. Um, uh, like a you know cinema. I wouldn't say four three. He did. It doesn't feel. There are times that feel like a, a PTA movie and mostly in like the montages and the editing. But the other times I was like, this doesn't, I don't know. I know him for Punch Drunk and for There Will Be Blood. Like the almost, like he gets compared to Kubrick. Yeah. And then for I, the masters. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the master. But then you watch Boogie Nights and it was like, you know, Kubrick did comedy. He did Dr. Strangelove, but it was like, this is, uh, it was very meta comedy. Like, yeah. 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 The, for me, Boogie Nights feels very fucking uh, licorice pizza. Yes, on that spectrum of PGA films. Yeah, he has such a wide he's, breadth of, of films. Like, consider he also fucking did Phantom Thread. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. he's like got such a clear dichotomy between the stuff he makes. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, and but the the common thread through all of it, the Phantom Thread, <laughs> is the fact that someone's running. In all of his movies. Yeah, always. Fucking 300-foot dolly track. 300 yards of yeah. dolly track. Love it. Love it, too. But, uh, yeah, Licorice Pizza. And then what was that other one that was, like, Inherent Vice? So weird. That's a really strange one. I didn't one. care for that one. That one's very honest. abstract, but it's been a long time since I've seen it. I want to go back and rewatch it. Yeah. I, I, I remember I w- being like, what the fuck is going on? That, uh, I just didn't... That one scene with Josh Brolin, like, eating that popsicle. Yeah. And crying. <laughs> is he crying? Yeah. I don't even remember oh, that. I don't remember that. So weird. Like, I don't know. I feel like I really want to go back and rewatch that. It one. felt like the lobster at times, you know, where it was like, what is, what is this acting? Yeah. Mm. Anyways, uh, Boogie Nights, solid, solid movie. I also rewatched Heather Graham. Fuck. Mm, Roller dude, Girl. Heather dude, Graham. Me and who? 
Me and who? <laughs> Burt Reynolds, dude. Holy shit, is he fantastic in that movie. He's great. And you didn't even mention Mark Wal- Mark Wahlberg, really, did yeah, you? Yeah, that's true. I didn't. I he's, mean, he's fucking fantastic. He favorite. is great. He's great in that, for sure. I saw that in the theater when I was fucking eight years old. Hey, man. <laughs> Weird how that Wrong happened. time to see that movie. Yeah, <laughs> wrong so time. you saw a big, veiny... And I was like, oh, that's what my dick should look like. <laughs> and you're and like, that... oh, I'll compare myself to that forever and <laughs> yeah. be inadequate now. I have mind. body dysmorphia. Yeah. But I do love the you simplicity. dick morphia. Yeah. I do love the simplicity of a story that revolves around just a guy with the best dick imaginable. Like yeah. to the point it's like the fucking briefcase in pulp fiction. Every yeah, time yeah, every yeah. time he opens his pants, everybody's like, Mother of God. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, like yeah. any dick would make you react that way. It's like, how perfect is this penis? Yeah. And then you know it was edited out of like blockbuster releases, like the, the Really? The last I mean, spoiler, but the last like few minutes you actually get to see his penis. And uh, I don't know if it's Mark Wahlberg's real penis or not. hundred percent not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that is not. I thought maybe that's why he was casted. No. He's typecasted. You seen those Calvin Klein ads? If anything, it would have been Willem Dafoe as hundred percent. Yeah, he's got a big old hog. William Dickfoe. Anyways, um, is it? I'm not familiar. Yeah, I've never been like a degenerate that goes and looks up, you know, people like having sex and stuff. Try to pull up our group chat. Uh, before I go on, I have to pee so bad. I'm just gonna... Jesus Christ. Oh, God. Take the microphone. I have to Take pee. the mic. We'll continue the show. All right. Just, you know, fill the air. I'll participate, but, you know. <clears throat> you could just piss yourself like a fucking professional. Like Leon the professional. I hate him. Genuinely the worst host of any podcast. I know. Every time he's like, hey, you know what I've seen this week? I'm like, shut the fuck what up. What are you doing there? Does he piss out of his asshole? No. That's, that, that stream isn't appropriate. It's like he turned on a faucet. You know what I mean? Like like a garden hose of sorts. Yeah, like a... It's like babbling. Like an art classroom faucet where you turn <clears throat> it on and it's like... <clears throat> yeah. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, it's too strong. He's got some issues there. For real. Jesus. It's a powerful stream. Kind of gross. And impressive. Impressive. It's like a crick. Crick. Oh, you is that how you say creek? No, like a crick. Can you go down to the crick? That's what a word. What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> That's a word. The crick? Yeah. I've never heard that Let's in my life. Go down to the crick. What are you talking about? It's like creek, but it's a crick. It's probably like a smaller creek. How have I literally never heard this word in my life? Let's go down. And I look at topography maps. Let's go down to the... See, you got pogs in your search history right now. What do you mean, dude? All right, I'm back. Crick. Could you guys hear me okay? Yeah. Okay. Your stream was a little loud, I know. Yeah, what's... Do you... I get that a lot. Every time I go to the bathroom, it's like, were you dumping out a gallon of water? Yeah. It's just my... Just Are you happens. into, like, sounding and stuff? I'm not sure what the reason is for that. I can't. I can't hypothesize. Have you heard you know. of the term "Let's go down to the crick"? No. I Two think- out of three. It's not a term. I rewatched True Detective season one. Woo! The whole season. The whole season in one week. Fuck yeah! I dude. was like, uh, one night I was like, you know, I don't want to do a whole ninety minutes or two hour thing. Like, I'll put on one episode of True Detective season one. Just got sucked. Ended up watching three that night. Woke up the next day, finished it all. Fuck yeah! Just it's like. Pure, unadulterated, 
fucking raw cinema, baby. Dude, it is uncontested as the best series of television that's ever been made for me. 100% agree. It's just the characters, the murder, the mysticism, like almost like the the way they're working towards something that's like it's, bigger than... It's got cosmic horror. Cosmic in a, horror. In a fucking detective procedural. Dude. It's fucking hard, man. It's the hardest show possible. Like, Russ Cole is the hardest character ever written that, that's period Chris, hard stop ever that's chris's he's literally me that's, yes. that's your personal he's literally me yes yeah like yeah it's dude it just it, i hit the refresh on my love for that season and i can't recommend it enough to anybody that hasn't seen it um season one is just season one is it the banger and of then all bangers season banger. two just and then season two comes along and firmly shits all over the yeah. legacy of season one. Season two's not great. Mm-hmm. Season but three season is three is really good. Return to form. I, I, would, I, would, I would say season one, True Detective. Season five, Breaking Bad. Season three, True Detective. Season two, down in the fucking core of the earth. Yeah, for sure. But uh, anyways. Season ha- two had so much going for it too. Colin Farrell, Vince Vaughn, yeah. Rachel McAdams. Like you really want that to go well and it just does not it, i didn't even finish it same it's, i got like five episodes in and like something cool happened in like episode three and i was like i don't i can't stick with this yeah. it's just so confusing it's w- unfortunate but um that's all i wanted to say just rewatch it and one thing i wanted to bring up though is in april 2020 nicolata pizza said he was interested in writing a batman film saying batman is the only character in the world i didn't create that i want a shot at and he's the only piece of geek culture I have any affinity for. That would be hard as shit. Yeah, dude. <laughs> dude, have him do a Mr. Bloom. I'd nut. The way I just saw you like mentally concede <laughs> yeah. to the idea of that. Like, like you're like, I don't know how to describe to the visual listeners Josh's reaction to that, but it was like he had just eaten the best piece of pie. <laughs> and he started floating. It. Yeah, at the thought of it. He's like, that would be like just the thought gave him so much pleasure. Yeah. Which that, which villain would you want Nicolata Pizza to? Mm. He did a Batman movie. Which villain? Mm. Fuck, Mister Freeze, hands down. Really? You think so? I think the Mister Freeze story has not been uh, done justice since Heart of Ice, which is the animated. I mean, there's something so fucking touching about Mr. Freeze's story. He's, yeah, I think he's and, the most empathetic villain. Yes, and like justified. Hey, Chris, why are you scratching your head like hey, that Hey, man, now? you don't have a wig on. I also have an itchy head. All right, Maybe well. Maybe don't do that. It's fine. I'm holding it by the top. Nothing could possibly. I just want to see a fucking Mr. Freeze story so badly. And yeah. I, and I, dude, calling in here, I called Robert Pattinson as Batman. You guys remember that shit? But I called it last time. I'm calling it this time. Batman two, the Batman two, will be Mr. Freeze. So I'm, the new, the next Batten's Batman. Sorry, the, the next Pattinson. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Thank you, thank you. Yeah. I'm, I'm pretty fucking convinced it's gonna be Mr. Freeze. The okay. fact that the fucking, yeah, just, just wait for it. I, I. The fact that the Penguin Club is frozen over now. Ah, yeah, solid, solid. Mads Mikkelsen as Victor Freeze, dude. That would go, bro. Give it to me, dude. That would be amazing. Gimme. That'd be amazing. Anyways, um, uh, True Detective season one. Shout out to that. Or Giancarlo Esposito. That would go hard. What's that? Uh, Gus, Gus. Fring. Oh, as Mister Freeze. Nice. Yeah, it's a shame that Mister Freeze is apparently. 
you've talked about this before, like one of the hardest characters ever. But anytime someone thinks of Mr. Freeze, they think of Arnold Schwarzenegger and all the stupid puns. Right. He like ruined the legacy of Freeze for a good 20 years. Honestly, just go back and watch the dude. I would future Chris. I would fucking love it if you did this. If you cut to the episode of Heart of Ice uh, where Mr. Freeze is talking about Nora for the first time. Dude. This is how I'll always remember you. Surrounded by winter, forever young, forever beautiful. Rest well, my love. The monster who took you from me will soon learn that revenge is a dish best served cold. Oh, shit, man. Dude, those- it, it made Paul Dini, the writer of that show, cry as he was writing it. <laughs> like <laughs> It makes me think of like Hamlet. Too. <laughs> He's like... Oh. <laughs> dude yeah it's fucking it, that's like one of the most brilliant oh god dude the scott snyder <laughs> mini issues where it's like just about mr freeze yeah those go so fucking hard mr freeze is just this fucking gold mine that they have not done like a full gigantic story on which is gotcha. a goddamn shame unfortunately well we hope to see it in batman 2 which i'm sure you're right about i think we'll see it all right <laughs> i rewatched evil dead 1981 Nice. The Sam Raimi classic. The Sam Raimi yeah. classic. I hadn't seen it in years. Um so so good. Fuck yeah. I would like wait when one second. One second. One second. One second. Sure. Take your time. Which is better? Oh, you put me under the gun. If I get this wrong, <laughs> I'm going to shoot you. I'll let you shoot me. I'm I'm going to hold it though. Okay. But you can I haven't yeah. really gotten to play with the gun. Can I hold? Can yeah, I play yeah, with you it? You can play with it too. Thanks. Right. One second. One as second. long as we don't point it at anybody. There's no bullets. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's crazy how there's no bullets. Well, you didn't cock it. That's. Anyways, you were asking me which one was better. Well, I will say it's hard to compare a classic like this. <clears throat> Because it's a spiritual successor and it's so different. And cop out, cop out, cop out. Cop I out. like the 2013 remake more. Ah! Let's go. It's fun. 2013 is way it better. It just goes hard. It just, it's, it's just so it's better. serious. Way more better, dude. I love, I mean, I love Evil Dead as a B movie. Is a fun, like the practical effects are amazing. Bruce All, Campbell. Bruce Campbell. It's like peak silly horror. You know what yeah, I mean? It's like the cabin. It's like the OG cabin in the woods movie in a way yeah where it's just haunted everyone's being converted whatever yeah. but the way it's handled in the evil dead in a serious tone or the reimagining that occurred in dark horror satanic gore. the necronomicon oh you give me satan dude yeah you give dude, me satan satan, in the movie? satan satan the, satan the way they had it the possession like even when like one person would be like i gotta get out of here and then they would just stop and it's just a shot of their feet and then just twitch yeah yeah it's just dude. like and then piss dude. running on their fucking leg dude let's it's, go it's dude that... you give me women pissing on themselves <laughs> <laughs> <Porn up look. laughs> uh, but uh dude if you take away the fact that evil dead 2013 was a successor to a classic if you take that away it's one of the best horror movies ever made yep. period 100%. it's probably my favorite horror movie hard to argue uh, yeah it's... the witch evil dead oh yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, which is up there. But when you're talking. Easily top three, though. Okay, yeah. But like, if you're talking like just horror, like, it's almost a slasher in a sense. It's a little bit more highbrow than that, though. Slasher? 
we just met her. Evil Dead 1981, it's great. Yeah, uh, but it stole everything from Multiverse of Madness, so it's like I know. Mm, yeah, I can't. As I was watching that, I couldn't believe he was he did that after. Like it was so hard. I hadn't. I didn't see Multiverse. Oh, okay. Before. I was about to say, did you guys fucking watch no, that? No, 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 no. I didn't. No, you didn't Fuck either. That. You walked out. I walked out. Fuck that. At what line again? She's trying to get in their heads. Sorceress, fortify your mind. The best line written ever. I want to watch it just for the bad factor. I I want you guys to watch it and stop right there, like I did. <laughs> you know what you did? Huh? Yeah, yeah, do what you did. Yeah, just do exactly what I did. Watch the whole movie up until that point. Up until fucking fortify your mind. And be like, oh, okay, I gotta go. <laughs> how's it a, a fucking it? 12 12 inch hot dog just oh <laughs> yeah it's a dr pepper actually you ate it all right yeah yeah, yeah. anyways Crushed uh it. the last thing i watched uh was possession from 1981 possession. possession i haven't seen this it's it's on i've been loving letterbox lately because i go on there and i just find these obscure lists that's mm-hmm. like Oh, I've never heard of all this shit. I'm I find so obscure. obscure wow. Well, I, mean, I like look finding at things. Me. No I one's seen a, this. I'm a movie saying, from the 80s. I like Ingmar Bergman. Yeah, it's wow. rocking your head I'm back and forth. I'm a nerd. I'm literally I'm saying. so fucking unique. You're so <laughs> cool for seeing a movie no one saw. I shit, haven't seen man. it either, is what I'm saying. I'm but finding you unique movies. I have seen it. I have now. Seen oh, it. and you just want to brag about that. That's exactly what I'm doing. So you're finding movies on Letterboxd now? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Jesus. Dude. Please stop shaking your head back and forth aggressively like that. It's kind of crazy. So I can't hit you with this gun when you're doing No, that. don't do it. <laughs> oh, I'm missing every shot. <laughs> you find things on there where it's like, I've never heard of this movie. And so much so that I couldn't even find it to rent anywhere. Like, I had to torrent oh, it. Oh, it's so, oh, so obscure. obscure. You couldn't even rent it. Good God. I had to go on eBay.it, Italian eBay, to find where to get it, because it's so obscure. Did Grant let you borrow it, dude? No, but I bet he's heard of it. Possession, 1981. There it is for yeah, we you non-cinephiles. Yeah, I'm just showing you because maybe that rings a bell. That's a famous poster. Let me no. see it. I'll zoom in. Never seen it. Oh, sorry. That's a wrong tab. Hold that's on. a pog. My bad. Oh, God. I, I, I like the pog game with the little cardboard thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's a fat-ass white girl. <clears throat> Anyways, that's that's the movie. Who's it's, directed by? <clears throat> Any notable directors or cast or anything? Cast Sam Neill from Jurassic Park. Oh. Let's go of Deep Horizon fame. Yeah. This is I mean Event Horizon. This is one of the yep. most sorry. It's just a fever dream psychosis weird movie. Like it's so hard to it's like like A24 could never. Like it's one of those things where it's like yeah. like Ari Aster wishes he did this. Oh wow. It's that vibe where it's like this is going bonkers insane. You're sounding kind of like a David Lynch fan right now gotta say i said nothing about david lynch yeah but you're like it's kind of like a fever dream it's kind of crazy honestly yeah there's an argument to be made that this was kind of lynch-esque lynchian it's psychotic it's just hard to describe because you're like haunted but you're also laughing at some parts where you're like what the fuck is going on where it's like there's a scene of the woman losing her fucking mind in a subway for like a full five minutes and it barely cuts 
and you're just like what the fuck it's like yeah the, my favorite letterbox review on this was oh it's crazy how she invented acting in that subway scene and it was like that's the vibe i oh yeah where it's just like what the fuck is this her just screaming for like three or four full minutes Jesus. i'll have to show you that scene it's <laughs> it's got to chris sitting at home eating a bowl full of popcorn like wow yeah <laughs> no it was one of those movies where you turn it down because you're like this is i'm my neighbors are probably uncomfortable yeah. right now <laughs> right, where right. it's just like full on we're like is this an orgasm or is this horror i can't tell did you like it yes i enjoyed the ride yeah it's it's not something i would i would rewatch it with people for the spectacle being like look at this crazy sh- fucking movie but it's not like i would like buy it to own or anything but it was like one, it's one of those movies that just one and done yeah it's one of those movies that you know the letterboxed type of people will be like, oh, you've got to see yeah. this so obscure not movie from 4-3. Nah, not 4-3 okay. for me, but cinema for sure. Gotcha. That's it for me. All righty. Finally, you made it take forever. Jesus I know, right? Jeez. Shall we get into collateral? Let's freaking go, BB. <laughs> Let's freaking go, BB. This is my first Michael Mann film. Ooh. The first one you ever saw? The first one I ever saw. Wow. I think I saw this before I even... Like was a Same. fan of Michael Mann. I was like, this is an action movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Well, this came out like when I was a kid. I remember owning the the DVD. Yeah, you know? I think you're right. It might have been mine too. I can't say for sure, but I remember I wasn't old enough to watch Heat when that came out. But you were yeah. old enough to watch Boogie Nights. Right. That was yeah. a mere four, four years later <laughs> with with your family. I mean, I was an I was a toddler whenever fucking Heat came out. Um, True. Uh, insider haven't met her. Just that, there you go. Um, that's weird. What, what do you mean? You didn't meet her. But you're inside her? No, but I'm saying I didn't watch it, so like oh, okay, inside cool. her, I never met her. Um, okay. Was it Last of the Mohicans I never saw? Never saw that. I still haven't seen that. We watched part of that in like fourth grade, and I was like, why? Because <laughs> like, <laughs> uh, the teacher was lazy. <clears throat> so this is like the first one that came out that I was like, alive and fuck it you know what i mean like yeah. you had aware, consciousness aware of yeah. exactly <laughs> sure sure and fuck i love this movie back then dude yeah yeah i think this was the movie that made me excited to see Vi- miami vice Ooh, yeah. which is the remake of this that the movie remake i guess of that of which series. michael mann executive produced remember that show was out yes correct so which i would like to rewatch. yeah let's do it but i do remember when i saw this movie i was like I've never seen a movie like this because it 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 felt digital like that lo- that that sort of high frame rate realism he shoots with in mm-hmm. this movie. It was mostly digital video and one of the first to do so. It's Soderbergh esque in that way. Yeah, it feels like a Soderbergh like That's traffic. You know what I mean? Absolutely. And everything is so tight and like the the way that the digital um, cameras are are being used. It feels very gorilla esque. Yeah, but it's not like <clears throat> it, that. Doesn't mean that the film was like shot on the go like these are all very well yeah meticulous fucking scenes and the script and everything like that it's it takes a lot of effort to look as casual as it does and as raw as it does yeah dude what a fucking master in filmmaking fucking michael mann is dude and it's not fucking michael mann month without saying like dude this guy is the fucking man like for real you know, we have an entire month dedicated to this guy for good reason. Like, holy shit, dude. And going back, it's like, he has got to be fucking top two or three directors for me of all fucking time. Like, I just, easy. yeah, everything he's done. Granted, I still haven't seen Black Hat. I still haven't seen Miami Vice. I still haven't seen Less Than Weekends. I would love to re- rewatch Miami Vice with you. Yeah, let's do it. Um, 
I remember it having fuck. that same gritty feel. I think it was also done in digital video. I'm not positive, but maybe it's just the gritty realism that he always shoots his movies like, like the close up, like the the camera always being right here. Yeah, yeah. he did that in Heat too. Yeah. And why did he go digital, Chris? Uh, the low light. So in mm. like shooting in the what do you call it the 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 Los Angeles uh, what's the word for the type of lighting twilight no they always talk about Golden how hour? the orange of the the street lamps of sure whatever yeah they they low were, light <laughs> yeah basically they went digital because it handles low light better and they wanted it to if you're riding in a cab at night they wanted to capture that feeling um so that's they did that did you see what they did with the fucking lights in inside of the cabs no no but i could see it in the movie like is it just like it's, it looks like it's lit by cell phone lighting it looks like they're all yeah like looking at funny enough dude that's that's kind of it really so the entire cab like so they made 18 or 19 cabs they're lined with like this velcro situation that they have like leds they have Cam like cell phone cam or cell phone light quality, uh, light strips nice. that they just strap on to different sections of the car nice. depending on what what key light they're looking for. That's sick. So it's just a little strip that's like connected to a fucking like it's literally just like a f- like a flexible light. That's cool. Yeah, like a little band or whatever. That's Anyways, sick. it's fucking fascinating <clears throat> how they did it, and they could put it at on anywhere on the car. They could strap it literally anywhere. That's and get sick. the perfect light each and every time. That's fucking awesome. And because they're shooting so low, they don't have to be these giant fucking lights either. Yeah. It's just the same brightness that you would get on the back of your phone. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, but the the <clears throat> that that aspect there's only one sequence shot on film, by the way, and it was the nightclub scene. Oh, and Apparently. it looks fucking amazing. Uh, and it looks great. That's the vibiest part of the film, I think. Yeah, for sure. And it doesn't like suddenly it doesn't take you out no it no, doesn't no, no. feel different either mm-hmm. but it was just that they chose to shoot the nightclub with film because there was so much light and because of that it digital video is it would have been like oversaturated well it's just it it handles low light better than film so they you know but they just switched to film for when it had a lot of light yeah and the way michael mann does his films like he does so much fucking research into each and every character and every character is so well developed Tom Cruise essentially worked on this character with Michael Mann for about three months. Dude. Goddamn. Like, they were like, this is what he was doing when he was two. This is what the school he went to. Like, he gave him photos of his childhood home. That's crazy. And it's like, yeah. this is where you grew up. We're going to spend some time there. You're going to be a UPS driver and like a drive around and like just be an inconspicuous guy while being Tom Cruise. But it's like, you're going to just pretend like you're a nobody. Like, you are just yeah a fucking guy, essentially. Michael Mann said that Vincent is one of those people that could go into a crowd and be unnoticeable like a ghost. And so he told Tom Cruise he needed to deliver. Well, he didn't. I don't know if he told him to do this or whatever, but apparently Tom Cruise delivered UPS or FedEx packages for a little while and tried to stay like. Meanwhile, every single person was like, you're Tom Cruise. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, right. He's like, he's like, I'm preparing for a role. Wink, wink. Or he's like, or he's like, no, I'm just the UPS driver. Wink, wink. So you're obviously with those fucking pearly whites. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. He's too attractive to be a hitman. Like, in my mind, I feel like hitmen are like just the most blend into the crowd people in the world. You know what I mean? Yeah. One of the best hitmen in cinema history, dude, is the. Did you guys ever see the fucking Will Smith, Margot Robbie movie? I forgot the name of that movie. Nope. Fuck. It was some like whatever action movie that came out. There's a whole sequence with this hitman who's just kind of like a schlubby guy. And it like 
it's at the height of the movie and like it smack dab in the middle. It just starts like a day in the life of a hitman. He's just kind of a sl- slubby <laughs> guy. He goes, gets food. He goes to the supermarket, takes a flight, fucking it is driving. And then like it cuts to them inside the car, him smashing into their car on purpose. But like, he's yeah. like eating these fucking like Twinkies or whatever. And he's like filling his mouth with them so that when he crashes into the car, he doesn't like break anything. Oh, wow. wow. It, it is like one of the funnest, like, that's fucking cool, actually. Yeah. Concepts in a film ever, and that's like one of the best like hitmen I've seen. It. I love that because film. I, like you said, I feel like they are an everyman. Like anytime you see yeah. a hitman in a movie, they're always chiseled. They're always like bald head. They look like you're hitman. gonna remember the hottest guy you saw that day. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. 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 They're, they're talking to the police later. They're like, "So, can you describe?" They're like, "Boy, can I?" So he walked. <laughs> yeah. in he was with, a Greek statue. He was, he was silver. He was silver. <laughs> yeah. He was shaped like a letter V. He walked in. All I could see was his. Abs. It was Ryan Gosling. It was guys. Johnny Bravo with yeah, a gun. Yeah. Yeah. His hair. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And uh, so, yeah, I do think they're just like receding hairline, fucking balding. It's, fucking, dude, it's Walter. The Michael, yeah, exactly. The Michael Clayton hitman. Yes. Like that's that's hitman. Yes. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's the hardest scene ever, by the way. The hit the assassination in Michael Clayton. Check that movie it's out. Ten years. Oh, so fucking hard uh anyway so yeah and he goes in deep into these characters like he he fucking had jada pickett smith chill with like a couple that he thought would be her parents her Mm -hmm. character's parents had chill with them for a day um she spent a day with a prosecution attorney jesus christ yeah like just like develop and like asking her all these questions like okay what kind of attire would you wear why are you wearing a skirt versus pants you know like dress pants or whatever all of those things that like her character would need to know that is never really brought up in the film. It's just he's giving them all of this rich background to develop these characters. I fucking love that shit, man. Yeah, that's awesome. Had but, Jamie Foxx hang out with taxi cab drivers, yeah. actual cabbies. In the grand scheme of like the world, though, it's not really that impressive. You know what I mean? Like it doesn't build much. Well, no, it, it, it helps the build the character, but you're also getting paid about a hundred. To a thousand times more than a taxi driver would get. Yeah, true. But you're just doing playing, that, playing pretend. Yeah, I no, think well, it's it, for the actors. It's for the so. actors. Yeah. yeah, it's not like it's not like we need to know that Vincent bounced around foster homes and his mom died in childbirth and all these like sure. facts. But it gives Tom Cruise like motivation for how he reacts. More. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's why Heat Two exists because Michael Mann has such a a deep grasp on who those characters are before and after. That like there's enough for an entire novel. There's a whole world yeah. in his head. Yeah, yeah, totally love that. Fucking amazing, dude. And he did that for a movie like this, <clears> which <throat> is like specifically after doing Heat, which is this giant blockbuster and like lots of moving parts. Last of the Mohicans, Insider. These are huge, huge, huge films. He's like, all right, let's bring it down and do like a ninety minute banger, dude. Yeah, but he still does the research for it, you know. Yeah, but what attracted him? He said this a lot. But what attracted him to this movie was the fact that it was happened in one night. Yeah, was over the course of from I love movies like that. Me too. From six p.m. to four a.m. and it's just the the window into that one single night. Love that. And um, I love that. But um, I want to talk about the Vincent as a character because. From the from the beginning, he has like this determination and this he he seems un uh what's the word phase un not unfazed it, he seems 
unwavering in his morals and in his like he's the way he certain speaks. in who he is yeah, yeah he he's nihilistic like, as fuck yeah, yeah he speaks like russ cole from yeah. true detective and it, with a certainty and not 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 to say it's just like russ cole but to say he speaks with the same certainty where he's like yeah. this is the way the world is fuck your worldview yeah like from the beginning he says that right like that's what he is but like and like he's analyzing Jamie Foxx's character up and down the Max yeah. character from the beginning like breaks him down from the beginning dude yeah where he's like the guy says oh I'll take about seven minutes he's like six not eight yeah he's like not six not eight and he's like oh so he knows that guy's done this for a long time yeah he's like all those he's like, like you pre- you probably know the light schedule too you know what I mean like yeah, he's, yeah. he knows shit like that and he's like oh so this is just temperature temporary how long you've been doing this 12 years he's yeah. like he's and breaking him down see, yeah but, yeah but dude then you see tom cruise's reaction he looks up huh and then back immediately to immediately internalizes it puts it in his fucking thought factory let's go like, this is this is i'm saying it now the best tom cruise performance i dude, agree with you hard 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 to argue because this is fucking fantastic name a better like actually acting performance there's tropic thunder here's the thing <laughs> There's only two movies, two Tom Cruise movies, where I don't think I'm watching Tom Cruise. It's this and Minority Report. Everything else, I'm like, this is Tom Cruise every time I see him. And especially so in Tropic Thunder, because the whole time I'm thinking, wow, that's Tom Cruise and all that makeup. And that's why it's funny. Yes. Where it's like, can you believe Tom Cruise is in this makeup? Magnolia, like you said, Uh, it's still Tom Cruise. I would argue this and Eyes Wide Shut are the only for me. Eyes Wide Shut is hard though because it's like that's still Tom Cruise. It's still yeah. It is. Ooh, dude, when he's smoking the good marijuana, dude. Yeah, watching him smoke a joint. I'm so fucked. I'm so frigged up. He holds it like this, so you can tell like that. Yeah, I don't know. (laughs) This is his best performance. I'll say that. I think it's hard to argue. He's fucking fantastic in this, and I love seeing him as a bad guy. Yeah. As a bad guy, but also with silver hair right off the bat. You're like, this is interesting. He's literally me. Yeah. He's literally me. Fucking <laughs> fucking Jay Leno, dude. <laughs> <laughs> fucking Jay Leno looking ass dude. Yeah. Um, it's those very small details in his performance that just make this, him as a character, elect- so more electric. Real. Yeah. Like, yeah. Just hypnotizing on the screen. Like, for example, another example, I'm jumping ahead, but the scene where his dispatch calls in like you were in an accident you're paying for that blah blah and he stops what he's doing stops killing people to help be- this guy take, take like control of a situation for the first time yes yeah like he's but it's it establishes he has like this strong moral worldview where he's like i'm not gonna let this guy fucking walk all over this dude like yeah. fuck this guy yeah and he and he tunes in and he's like, "Tell me you're gonna do this, do this." He didn't have to stop everything and fucking do that. He was like on his way out the door. He's like, "Ah, let's fuck this guy." Yeah, you know? and then yeah. but people argue like I've seen like YouTube videos where people argue like, "Oh, he had to do that because the dispatch was getting in the way." Whereas like, I mean, you I could argue so. that, but that's not the vibe I got from maybe Tom Cruise's performance or just in general. The vibe I got was this is against my morale, like his strong worldview. But also, it establishes immediately that relationship and that that like appreciation he has for Max. Yeah. So right off the bat, when he's like, "You've been doing this for like, oh, you're a professional. You're you're good at what you do." With the I'm seven also minutes, a professional. Yeah, with the seven minutes thing, right off the bat, it was like, "Oh, you are really good at what you do. You take pride in what you do." Or whatever. Yeah. This is the cleanest cab I've seen in yeah. Los yes, or exactly. It's all the cleanest cab I've ever been in. They're mirroring each other throughout the movie, and in, in yeah. that sense, one just drives a cab and one person kills people. Right. But there's a moment 
there's fuck i'm jumping all around in my head now but there's a moment when he he helps him take care of that his boss tells his boss to go fuck himself like puts jamie on a pedestal like stick up for yourself stop mm-hmm. being such a pushover yeah, yeah. all that all those moments where he's raising jamie up and then he goes to leave he stops and he looks back over his shoulder he just gives this look like see how fucking easy that was yeah. and then leaves almost like a Ugh. there's like why didn't you do this before the, it was like this it's there was so much in that look back yeah, yeah i don't know yeah. how did it like it, it, dude it's, it's it's the rehearsal that they did it's it's there's just so much nuance to this is. film which feels like i said before it feels raw it feels like unfiltered and kind of like uh like gorilla style yeah but like there's still so fucking much there man which is like you're saying before it doesn't matter to us the viewers like what his background is but like it says a lot about it yeah it helps inform the actors what little mannerisms they could develop yeah 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 yeah, yeah. <clears throat> and how like those tiny minute choices an actor can make and mm. say way more than any line that can ever be written. exactly exactly yeah. there's another moment and this one in the club i'm jumping way ahead but in the club scene we can jump all around yeah. fuck it in the club scene when he saves jamie fox's life he chooses to though yes. like the guy the guy has a laser someone aims a gun at jamie fox at max and there's a laser on his chest and tom cruise stops going after the person he was going after and saves jamie fox and the way he looks at him yeah right after like you see what i'm fucking doing yeah for you? yeah you see me sticking up for you yeah like like mm. it's almost like this give this, me the gratitude yeah, yeah it's and that it's like this, you're not appreciating what i'm fucking doing for yeah you. yes yeah. It, this goes back no to thank his, you like he said that too yeah <laughs> yeah and the the there's so much in that line too where it's like dude you dragged me into a killing spree and you're like you should be thanking me yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, i just saved you from the cop that was going to save you yeah yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then the the fact that he's that plays into the fact why there's so much foundation Michael Mann lays out for Tom Cruise's character, where it's like he's looking at him like, you see what I'm doing for you? Because he has all those issues with his parents. Yeah. Yeah. Everything he does is self-serving, but is presented as a favor. Yes, absolutely. 100 percent. Absolutely. Dude, fucking to, to go back to the very beginning really quick. Jason Statham. Yeah. 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 One of the craziest cameos ever, but it's like. I think that's such a genius choice for him to make because it's like we're so used to seeing Jason Statham as like a hitman type character sure, yeah, yeah. and for him to pass off a briefcase to Tom Cruise like it's just kind Who of like isn't a villain generally yeah exactly yeah. it kind of like sets the tone as like okay that's a bad guy giving a bad thing to another bad guy it just sets it for you man god the, the i mean the, the choice first, to do that fuck the, that man. choice and the first shot of the movie says so much too like yeah. even him arriving in in LAX and yeah. just like the exchange of briefcases establishes... You bumped into me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> establishes right away, yeah. yeah. And, oh, man, it's it's his first interaction with uh, Max in the movie that really, like, lays the groundwork for, like, uh, Vincent's character. And it's like, yeah, this is... I hate being here. It's sprawled out. It's disconnected. You know, lo- talking about Los Angeles. And he's like, you know, people don't know anybody here. And, you know... There's a dead guy on the fucking subway and, you know, nobody knew he was there all fucking day after he was dead. Um, it's laying the groundwork of like his nihilism, his beliefs mm-hmm. throughout How he the justifies what he does. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's like, I love that we never know what the case is about. We don't know. A yeah, you just know it's thing. about a bad motherfucker that can yeah. get this shit done. But you also don't know it's a case till way later. No. Yeah. Where it's like where he's just killing five people. 
Yeah. Just what it is. And it's never spoon fed to you. Like, it's like detectives talking about like, oh, it's another witness, another witness, another witness. Yeah. What did they see? We don't fucking know. They're just yeah. being executed. Because yeah. Tom Cruise doesn't even fucking know. He just That's gets a list best. of people. Yeah. All, the, all the motives are sort of disconnected because when the police discover the bodies, the, they don't immediately go, this was the witness for the blah, blah, blah. Exactly. They wouldn't know that unless they it's intimately knew the details. Mm-hmm. Exactly. You know? Yeah. Oh, another fucking detail, dude. After Tom or uh, Jamie Foxx drops off Tom Cruise at like his first stop of the night and uh, Max decides to like, you know, eat his lunch or whatever. He's going through a fucking brochure of a Mercedes S class. Mm-hmm. Like, that detail right there, man. He, he did not need to include that. That doesn't need to be in the film. Yeah. But he's talking about starting a limo business, a limo company. He's, he's like, got mm-hmm. a little bit of downtime. Might as well use it to do some research. Yeah. yeah. And he's mm-hmm. like, that's how good at, at his job he is. He's like looking into like, all right, so which of these expensive ass cars should I invest my hard earned money that you yeah. know, took 12 years to like, you see that in this moment, dude. Here's the thing though, is my takeaway from that whole subplot was that Jamie Foxx was never going to actually no. do this. It's like a daydream. Un- yes. Yeah. He it's was another, never- it's another vacation he's taking in his head that, but it was never going to actually happen unless he met someone like Vince. Mm. Like, and what- by that point he's past the point of no return. Yeah. I mean, there was, there was a, a monologue. I think he had, he's like, you're never going to call the girl. You're never going to start that business. Yeah. Like he had told his mom that he runs that business, yeah. like uh, that whole thing where he's like, huh? So he told, he like, that, you must be so proud of him. That's quite an accomplishment. And he like looks over at Jamie, like knowing he's lying. And then Tom Cruise buying the flowers for Jamie Foxx's mom as a person that doesn't have a mom. He's like, everyone buys flowers. No, like, but no, he said she carried you in her womb for nine months. Yes. Mm. And that goes back to the fact that Michael Mann established that Vincent's mom died in childbirth. Sure. So it's like he's this he guy. He never going got around. to get flowers for his mom. Yes. He, oh. he, He's going and then enters makes- in like a brotherly rivalry with him once she's like, Oh, thank you for my flowers. They're so beautiful. And Max is like, What the fuck? Yeah. And he like, that's when he like takes interest, a vested interest in her once she compliments him and like starts being motherly towards Vincent. Yeah. Which, by the way, as a as a hitman who wants to not be seen and be anonymous, he seems to be very carefree about where his face is. Charismatic and fucking up to the I mean, from the get-go of hiring a cab driver instead of driving himself yeah why have one more witness well even mark ruffalo referenced it earlier where he's talking about another cab driver that like went on a killing spree yeah and he's like and then he killed himself so you think he it could potentially have <clears throat> been he's done this before yeah yes but so the point is to frame a cab driver every time yeah. he kills yes yeah all right if that lines it worked up one with- time he's just gonna do it again you know if I that guess. lines up with your shitty personal morals which you believe are correct then they yeah. are a dispensable item I guess, but then, I guess so. Shitty Mark Ruffalo, piece of shit Mark Ruffalo with his slick back hair. Give me a true, de- true detective season with Mark Ruffalo Dude. as that character. Them meeting in the elevator, not even knowing who the other person oh, was. Love that. I love that. Love that little yeah. detail. Dude, like uh, Mark Ruffalo talked about, like he was like, oh yeah, I'm like an expert marksman because of this movie and I didn't even shoot my gun. Yeah. He wanted to be believable in the nightclub scene. Like just handling a gun, cool. even though he didn't yeah. fire. Isn't that awesome? That is cool. A little fucking love that. They trained with live rounds too, obviously. Jesus, yes, dude. The whole the the, the all like, of Michael Mann's like gun training seems like he essentially runs a PMC. Dude, he <laughs> like he what, the the scene the fucking the best scene in the film when he kills the guys in the alleyway. Yeah, that's one point three seconds that he kills two people. Yo, homie. 
that my briefcase? Is your briefcase? Yeah, it is. Why? You want it back? I want your wallet. What else you got for me? Huh? I mean, when you're talking about a professional hitman, yeah. this is what you want in a movie. Yeah. Where it's like, you want a guy to have... he. First of all, he plays a guy who is scared for a second. Yeah. He pretends to be the victim yeah. for a moment to get their guard down. Yes. I love that. And everything... I mean, there's YouTube videos, like tactical, like gun-toting YouTube channels that yeah. are like, this is the best tactic. Don't tread on me, but wait, Tom Cruise is pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's one I'll show you after this. It's hilarious. But we broke this... Uh, down on Twitch one time, that scene, like everything is so precise and tactical. Like you watch that in 0.25 speed, it's perfection. Like, so he, he has a gun pointed in his face. He swipes, disarms him and he quick draws from his hip and shoots from the hip. And the phrase shoot from the hip, people don't really know what that means. Like, oh, quite you're, literal. You're not ADSing. Yeah. You're not, you're, they think about Call of Duty, whatever. Yeah. But it's quite literally that. It's from Westerns. It's to get a round off before the other person gets a round off. Mm. So you don't have to draw your arm all the way up and aim. He shoots two from the hip. Upwards. Upwards. In the yeah. sternum. Into that guy's sternum and doesn't shoot himself in the hand, which by the way is another thing where he disarms and draws at the same time. So it was, watch your douche. Yeah. But he waited for his hand to pass the gun to shoot. Two in the sternum. and then, Two in the sternum. Fucking and then three. The other guy is, and then one. Yeah. So Fuck. Two in the sternum. Pans to the other guy who's now drawing his gun. And he that's when he raises it. Pop, pop, pop. So fucking. And they reference this earlier in the movie when they're in, they're looking at the bodies. Yeah, mm. it's a, the yeah the coroner. He's like, I think it might be the same guy. It's the same death pattern or whatever. Or bullet pattern. <laughs> I like that. He's like, I think it might be the same person. Five bodies with the same <laughs> yeah. exact perf- perfect shots. He goes millimeters apart. Like, Fuck. Two in the sternum, one in the head. The professional. Clinical. Yeah. Just so hard. Heart head. What else you got for me? Huh? It's fucking hard, man. Fucking, it's yeah. fucking hard, man. Yeah. It's yeah. That scene's everything. I rewound that fucking twenty times. I simply wouldn't have gotten shot. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, but anyways, uh, that scene's everything. And then, yeah. of course, the the after the two in the sternum, that guy is on the ground. He's he executes him, uh, just Joker style, not even looking. Dude, yeah, yeah. Fucking well, before just Joker, so matter but, of fact about everything. Yeah, just applying a bullet here. <sighs> fucking so sick. The surgeon. Yeah. And then after that, with the fucking like jazz, (laughs) (laughs) right after doing the hardest thing imaginable. Well, we're ahead of schedule. (laughs) We're we're (laughs) We're ahead of schedule. Like jazz, (laughs) and you know the whole time, like something's off. Like you know he's not really into. Well, you can tell he has like a history of appreciating jazz because he has a sort of knowledge of it and he's rattling it off. Yeah, but you know that he wouldn't go somewhere without an ulterior motive. True. So yeah, you are kind of business. Yeah, you are kind of uneasy the whole time. But I remember the first time I saw this, like the fact that he had that characteristic about him. Like I appreciate jazz, and he can wax poetic about every single like thing. Jazz? And the improv, uh, like 
allegories like throughout the movie. Yeah. I love that. And yeah. he's talking about like his worldview is jazz as well. Yeah. Like he's talking about like going with the flow and, di- you know, going in different directions and yeah. where, when there is chaos, find a way to improvise. Yeah. Everyone's like within the same frame, but everyone improvises in a different way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, Which is funny. He was talking about improvising because they're the band on stage is actually playing a uh, Miles Davis song note for note, but it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyways, couldn't tell. Yeah, good. that's jazz, baby. You like jazz? Which the, puts this in the B movie universe. It does because he likes Firmly. jazz. Firmly, yeah. Um, yeah. So uh, he executes the B. <laughs> <laughs> Three to the head. I, I thought that was so crazy too. Like the way he was just like Nini. Oh that guy man! Three and then catches his head. Like there's a respect yeah. for him. Like yeah. catches his head before he falls. But my favorite part of that scene. The moment of realization, the turn, dude, of like, mm. oh, we're just having a good time about, yeah, like, just telling stories and, yeah, and then he's like, oh, I gotta tell the people back in wherever about this, and the guy's like, fuck, yeah, he's like, fuck, 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 guy immediately yeah. shits himself right there, yeah, and <laughs> boom, yeah. <laughs> and then he's just like, you want to play a game, you know, yeah. and then the tension, you like of that, jazz, yeah, the tension of that, yeah. of like, if you get this question right, you can live, and how, and like the guy is so desperate when he's like. If you let me go, man, I'll be so far gone. I'll basically be dead. Mm -hmm. Fuck. But I love that it was about jazz. It was like jazz trivia. Yeah. And the guy was like, oh, I know. I know this. Whatever. You genuinely think. Yeah. He. I think it's that he wants him. He respects him enough to not want him to die without hope. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Because he's going to kill him regardless. There's no no ifs, ands, or buts about it. He has a job to do. Yeah, but you do believe for a second he's going to let him go. No, for sure. It, when first watching this movie, fuck yeah. yeah. Yeah, I really do. And I think he regrets it yeah. afterwards for like a split second. And then it's like, Jamie Foxx is running. I got to go. It's the one moment of regret we see from him. Yeah. yeah. Where it's like he he has like this moment where he gets lost in. in Just like, his thought. Yeah. yeah. Fuck. That's so hard. It's one of my favorite moments of the movie where you see where you see the charade of his moral code fall for a second. And then Tom Cruise run count. Yeah. yeah. And then knife hands. One of three. And <laughs> chopping. And then chopping, yeah. Yeah. Um, dude, whenever so they get to the club. This is we talked about the mom scene already. That was great. Uh right whenever they get to the next scene after that, outside of Javier Bardem's club. Mm-hmm. What he's talking about, like, all right, well, you know, you threw my shit into the fucking highway. You gotta go get my you gotta go find the list. You gotta go get the list. Yeah. And he's like, um, very matter of fact about it. He's like, you know, let me take your ID and shit. And Jamie Foxx is like, what the fuck? Like, why do you want me to do this? He's like, if you don't get this done in 10 minutes, I'm going to go execute your mom on my way out of town. Like, holy shit, man. Yeah. Like, that's fucking hard. It's, it, it's turning it's, information into a transaction yeah. that benefits yeah. him. It's cool. It's really, it's one of those things that was both really cool, but also like, would a professional hitman just trust a stranger to go into like, see his boss? It, that was so weird to me. Be like, yeah, go in there and get the fucking thing. I'm going to wait in the yeah. car. There was one thing that was cool about it was like, I'm going to send him in and they're going to think he did it. Yeah. Like, oh, he's under surveillance. It's a quick so. out because it, it is an extremely dangerous situation. Sure. Especially for Vincent. But like, imagine being the hitman and being like, You've you've already been trusted by your boss to handle this without a hitch, and then you're like, "All right, Fred, this 
taxi driver. Taxi driver. I just met. Yeah. Go into this club, pretend to be me, get a hit list, and bring, yeah. come back out. The, the average person is gonna be like, and get shot. Yeah. Like yeah. you're not Vincent. Bah. It'll be like the scene in MacGruber. But where then he's he like, gets to get out scot free of L.A. <laughs> and he gets maybe. to go if that does happen. Yeah. True. I guess he I, could just cut his losses there. If but, he was going to kill Vincent or kill Felix, whatever the fuck, yeah. Max. Max. There we go. Just. If he was going to do that anyway, this kills two birds with one stone. I guess. It, I guess it's the confidence to of him to be like this. This will be fine. And but he already saw, saw him get out of a jam with the cops too. Yeah, yeah, but Barely. that was that was a pure luck thing, and yeah, it, it, was, it was also it was, true. It, it was true, also yeah. that they were getting pulled away to the crime scene that he left, which is awesome. Which is hard. One of my favorite acting performances in this movie: uh, Mark Ruffalo seeing the fucking beat up cab. Yeah, like in the security monitors, and he's just like, "Roofs all beat to shit." Yeah, roofs all beat to shit. Like, and the, then and then the the <sighs> asshole cop that he's talking to that like doesn't want to be working with him. He's yeah, like, yeah. Which one? I don't know how to get there. He's like that one. Yeah, idiot. Yeah, like the just, sort of like his delivery there was fucking like effortless. Yeah, and just like you could just see him process it. It's like that's the fucking cab. That's it. Yeah. Ugh. and everybody else roofs is like, "Will you shit. shut up?" Mark. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, how is home. everyone here an idiot? Yeah, like, he's like, I want to go home. You know what time it is? That's Peter Berg, by the way. Yeah. Director of The Rundown. I feel like we used to see that guy way more. Yeah. You know what I mean? He was, he was like the everyman's henchman. Yeah. Cor- Corky Romano, one of your favorite yes! flicks. He's in that. He Love plays that. one of the brothers. Yeah. Love Corky Romano. It's one of my favorites. It's up there. I want it on it's DVD. My top, it's in my top three. It's 2001. 2001. Corky Romano. Ex Machina. Yeah, yeah, you got it. Stars Sean Penn's brother as well. Yeah. How is that not cinema? Chris Kattan. Yep. Anyways, Peter Berger's great in it. <laughs> the fucking poster. <laughs> uh, what else we got? Um, Javier Bardem, dude. Yes. Yeah. One of his first American nowhere. roles, man. Yeah. Playing a hard motherfucker, as he usually does. To be honest yeah. with you, yeah, he, he was great. I mean, that's obvious, but he was awesome and. They they shot his scene in two days, and he specifically like hung out with a guy that spoke, uh, that learned English from because like he's playing a Mexican, yeah. So he learned his accent from a guy that was Mexican that learned English in L.A. as opposed to having a Spanish that's English awesome. accent. Yeah, Smart. that's sick. And he did that for like a week for a two day shoot. That's sick. You know, before Michael Mann was hired for this, Spike Lee, Martin Scorsese. And Steven Spielberg role offered the chance to direct this movie. I would have loved to have seen anybody direct this, like in different people's hands. But it's just so fucking good. It's I'm glad Michael Mann did it. It does 100%. feel like a Spike Lee movie, though, doesn't it? It a could, little bit. It could. It could. I think anybody could really adapt this and, and do yeah. well with it. Uh, I would. I'm least looking forward to the hypothetical Spielberg version, to be honest with you. Oh yeah, exactly. That, that would not be as fun. No, that doesn't make much sense for him to be offered this movie, to be honest. But he was just so hot at the time. And and as a guy, he's a hot guy. Yeah. The coyote. Okay. So I have conflicting he- things here about the coyote. Yeah. Okay. I heard Michael Mann in an interview say that the coyotes were not planned, that okay. they just showed up on set and they were like, all right, shoot that. That's what I heard too. But Tom Cruise in the fucking featurette, the supplements, the suppies, says that it's in the script is the coyotes here's the thing though tom cruise also 
is a liar <laughs> because of the the Church of Scientology. Fair true, enough. True. So it would make sense that he would sort of morph the truth into something that seems more profound than it is. Yeah, or or like marketable. Yeah. Where yeah. it's like we're like in an interview he's going to be like, "Oh, yes, so all part of the plan." And well, you just... you could see them as metaphors for their characters themselves, you know. Yeah. What I mean? Oh, 100%. That's that's why that's included in the film. It's 100%. Like, uh Michael Mann eloquently i'm I'm not gonna butcher it but he was like that was the city of los angeles sort of giving us a gift and showing us like their natural predators sure during this and like you know reflecting back at um at tom cruise's character and of course they're like silver of course you know what i mean like come on dude that's just so perfect dude yeah silver fox coyote like the same kind of family exactly canine yeah uh I saw the same thing where it was like, was it planned? Was it not? It doesn't really matter. But the vibe I got from the mm. shot was yeah. that it was like, oh shit, grab that shot real quick. Yeah. Yeah. That's the vibe. Because that, obviously. That's the vibe of, because it doesn't seem like a very put together, well lit. But situation. I prefer that than yeah. like them yeah. like, all right, let's shoo these fucking coyotes. Yeah. Release the coyotes. Yeah. Yeah. I loved the way that that they shot it like mistake or not it was perfect yeah it looks like a family of coyotes just crossing it does seem like a coincidental thing and which it is but it does it yeah it's it and it's magic on film like or on video yeah it's great i love that to audio slave michael mann really does know how to use music in his fucking films man like and sometimes it dates it a little bit but like in a good way yes 100%. That was the one time I was sort of pulled out of the movie. Is, oh, really? Is when that starts playing to them driving. I was like, it not, gets, not feeling this as hard as the rest of the movie. That gets a little music video-esque, mm-hmm. but it did for me put me in like a 2000s VH1 playlist. Yes. And yes. that is a vibe. Yes. Yeah. To me. Especially the club scene. Fucking ban- it it puts it there. I'm gonna do the whole song. Go ahead, go for it. Where's the gun? It's over um, here. Oh, okay. Why would you need that though? I don't know. Can I see it? Sure, man. You see with your eyes. One more thing about the coyotes. Um, God, with the fucking coyotes. The Native American Navajos have an omen that can only be considered as a taboo. If a if a coyote crosses your path, you're supposed to turn around and end your journey. Mm. Oh, should you throw you, salt over your shoulder too? Yeah. Should if you, you continue, not walk under ladders, mm-hmm. black cat as well. Right. If you continue on your journey, you apparently will have an accident and get killed. So, mm. and that was obvious. More fun film facts on our Patreon. It's not true. When Vincent kills Mark Ruffalo's character, dude. Dude. Subverting expectations, baby. Love that. Because you see the film going in a different direction now. Like they're going to chase or Vincent's going to be chasing Mark Ruffalo and Jamie Foxx throughout the city or whatever. You see it. You see the fucking plot. Yeah. And And then. No, just fucking do, do, do. And the way. First of all, the way Mark Ruffalo. It's so unceremonious. Yes. The way he dies. First of all, the shock in his face amazing mm. he he did that so well the way mark ruffalo's like what the fuck yeah yeah <laughs> in his face like as he's getting shot but then like the way tom cruise is just like yeah i just shot the guy the basically the protagonist on site yeah and i'm the well i mean jamie fox is the protagonist right right and tom cruise is the antagonist, obviously but so he shoots what the, oh. the michael mantagonist yeah michael Mantagonist. technically they're deuteragonists but it, you could go either way whatever so but the way he shoots him and it's just like whatever he's like all right let's go 
Yeah. Like, he sh- he just yeah. executed the guy. And he's like he threw a can in a trash can. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> exactly. And then the guy's like, "That was my that was the dude. That was my yeah. hero. Like that was the guy that was going to get me out of this situation." And it and it was Tom Cruise's demise. Yeah. So he's like, "Oh, obviously I'll kill him." Yeah. Like without hesitation. Yeah. Yeah. But before the, we t- we move on from the 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 club scene, the tactical reload right before he shoots the guy he has to shoot. Yeah. Fucking love that. I didn't count the ammo, but Dude, I would guess it's 13. Even the fucking kick when he like beats that guy's ass with his bare hands and then he does the stomp at the very end of that. Oh my God. That yes. sequence. The fucking. Oh. He gives a kung fu stomp and he's like. <laughs> yeah. Dude. Oh. Fucking hard. Man. How fucking hard, man. It's fucking hard, man. Dude. And the way he. I, I went back and I tried to count the rounds. I mm-hmm. think it was over 13. I don't know if it's super realistic. Like. I rewound that to try and count the ammo and I'm pretty sure it was over 13. I don't know what kind of gun it is or whatever, but like the fact that it wasn't the clean two, two, one in the head, it was pow, pow, fuck reload. Yeah. Tactical reload in the middle of his, of like runs out of ammo while he's killing the last guy he has to mm. kill in the club and then shoots him in the head and then leaves. So just good. love that little detail. It wasn't yeah. perfect. It was just like, yeah, I just got to, it's, it's real. messy. Yeah. It's yeah, real. It's, yeah. It's real. It's real. It's real. It's fucking real, man. <laughs> it's fucking real, man. <laughs> I love those YouTubes that break down like yes. John Wick and they like yeah. tell you how many you are. I like the one where they, they... How much does this have? It just keeps going. Oh, That's weird. Yeah, weird. Well, it's probably empty now, right? Let's test it out. Yeah, yeah. Higher. Oh, it's empty. It's empty. Finally. Anyways. Anyways, um... Edward Norton was also offered both lead roles. Wow. But he's a famed asshole. Is he? Yeah, he's well known for being an asshole. I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah, kind of. Well known. Difficult to work with. But I didn't know it. Um, I guess you don't know very many well Yeah, l- I, I think that's an interesting thing. Who would you like to see in these roles other than Tom Cruise and Jamie Foxx? <sighs> it's impossible for me to picture. Yeah. It's a fun little game. I think Jay Leno as... <laughs> As, as Vincent. As Vincent. Hey, what are you doing? And then Conan as the doing? taxi driver. <laughs> um, uh, by the way, uh, Jamie Foxx was nominated for Best Supporting Actor, which to me was weird. I he's a lead he, actor. Yeah. Tom Cruise is supporting. Yeah. But here's the thing. That's odd how that worked out for them. But mm, he got a nomination. Hmm. At least he got a nomination. That's true, but you know. It's... This is also nominated for film Oscar editing. Is so white. It's all, also nominated for film editing. Nice. Uh, the score, baby. Score goes hard. Great. James Newton Howard, man of you guys know James Newton Howard, right? Of Greece. You guys don't know James Newton no, Howard. I don't know. The Ron he, Howard's. Mom. He did the Dark Knight, motherfuckers. Oh shit! Oh, with Hans Zimmer. Nice. That's Batman Begins. Hard. Uh, Unbreakable. Yeah. Yeah. Guys, fucking hard. Yeah. Speaking of film editing, though, it wasn't technically film; it was video. First of all, but second of all, you know the scene where he, where they're like. 
he get that audio recording of Jimmy Fox going into the club and it's like, oh, it's me, I'm Vincent. And they're like, enhance. Yeah. <laughs> that program was Sony Vegas 4. Fuck. I was like, hey. Interesting. I've seen that. Hey, that's how I, I learned know a how thing to or two video. about a thing or two. Yeah, that was fun. Uh, what else we got? Uh, this movie sat on DreamWorks development books for three years. Drink, did you immediately think of Shrek? 100%. <laughs> I was like, oh, this is in the Shrek universe. <laughs> Any DreamWorks movie, no matter what, my I feel like everyone's first thought yeah, is Yeah, like why Shrek. aren't the S's turning into little yeah, ears? Little ear, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I've ac- I actually found a really cool fun film fact about this one. You know what's... Um, it's uh, Fuck You, you Motherfucker. Oh. That's oh. the fun film fact. That's a good one. Cool. Do you remember in uh, Ju- one of the Jurassic movies, the the little boy from Dream the DreamWorks moon gets pulled off and like eaten? <laughs> no. Do you remember that? No. Mm-mm. I swear that's a thing. I believe you. I remember one where, because he's like fishing, right? He's like fishing yeah. off the moon or whatever. Maybe it was only in the video game version. I think it might be. Like oh. it did the DreamWorks logo and we then gotta the kid. Find it. And the, there, there's oh. a couple variations because... Future Chris. Yeah. Yeah, I swear it's like he gets pulled by his yes, and then yes. you hear like Oh, that's cool. Snarf, snarf, snarf. Yeah, which doesn't make any sense for like the Jurassic Universe like in a movie. You'd well, like, Jurassic World, yeah. They're Yeah, they're fucking summer fun five head. I'm sorry, three head, one head popcorn people. <clears throat> uh the, uh Russell Crowe was almost Vincent. Oh, that would have been hard. That would make cool. sense, right? Michael Mann, Insider, that would have... Yeah. It was hard in American Gangster, to be honest with you. Yeah, Russell Crowe's fucking great. That's actually what got it out of development hell. So Russell Crowe became interested in Vincent the Hitman, and then they're like, all right, well, maybe we'll actually make this movie. And that's the only reason it started generating like momentum to be made. Crowe brought Michael Mann on board. Fuck. Badass. And then the constant delays pushed uh, Russell Crowe off the project. Man immediately went to Tom Cruise with the idea of him playing the hitman. And he wanted Adam Sandler to play the taxi driver. That, oh, that would have gone been. hard. Okay. Adam Sandler is the taxi driver. Denzel Washington is Vincent. Let's go. Let's go. Dude, Denzel would have played the taxi driver so well, too. Like the innocence. <sighs> no. I think he, he's, I very, he's very intimidating, though, whenever he gets like. Yeah, I want to see him he as a stone cold motherfucker. motherfucker. Yeah. yeah. True. He could he could do both. That's the thing. I don't know. Adam Sandler's the taxi driver. Dude, yeah, that would have been hard. Yeah. Great movie. Denzel, dude. Because you're yeah. already, you're already empathetic towards Adam Sandler because he's so, everyone loves him. But also, know? but also him being like a, oh, I don't know what's going on. Yeah, like I can't, I can't kill people. Type of type of guy. Yeah. Okay. What if he was Vincent? How about Adam Sandler mm. as Vincent? How about Jimmy <laughs> Jimmy Fallon as the taxi driver, Queen Latifah as Vincent? Oh, I love that movie. Oh, now that's it, dude. In the supplements, there's an amazing mounted shot of that car flip. Not Ooh, included in the film. Fuck. In what? The car flip. Whenever Jamie when Fox flips over the, the car. What about it? There's a mounted shot like th- <sighs> that they used. It looks fucking spectacular that they did not use in the film. Damn it. It is so like, what the fuck? If, if you have the Blu-ray, like we need to go back and look at that real quick because it is fucking dope. And Future Chris will put it here. Was he wanted to go across the intersection in front of the Staples Center, hit into parked cars and turn over and get on its top. Most of them land back on their wheels. He wanted it upside down. It's too actiony. Yeah, that's why they didn't use. I it. think he. Uh, another thing, like we talked about before, dude. Like when you're a great director, 
even the best shot, you can be like, well, it doesn't serve the story and it doesn't fit in the grand scheme of yeah. what the film is. Kill your it is very... Dude, th- there's even mounted shots from the helicopters, too, that he didn't use. That makes sense. Yeah. The it, aerial it, shots in this, like, they're... I don't want to say gratuitous, but, like... Dude, they, they look like news camera. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, like you would see on, like, a broadcast news mm-hmm. helicopter shots. They're not, like, cinematic. No. But he's done that before. Yeah, it's very man. Yeah. yeah. But did you notice, well, sorry, not did you notice, did you know that they, he reshot that car flipping multiple times because the first time they did it, he said that was too violent. <laughs> He's like, that was too much, like it tumbled too many times. Like was, they would be for sure injured. Yeah. Even, or just like yeah. it's too actiony. Like yeah. it's, it's, it needs to be more realistic, more grounded. Yeah. yeah. But the thing was the, the car flip did exactly like as far as stunt coordination goes like a perfect flip. It was perfect. Yeah. And it landed exactly where they needed the car to land, all that. But he was like, that was too intense. So they redid it two more times. They ended up using the first take anyway. He was like, all right. <laughs> Stunt driver's like, okay, cool. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Thanks. Cut to a lifetime permanent damage. Um, shot on Sony F900. Blah, blah, blah. Who cares? Cool. You like jazz? Val Kilmer was cast in the role of Detective Fanning, but pulled out before filming began due to schedule conflicts with Alexander 2004. Ooh. Mark Ruffalo took the role. That would have been dope. Um, I can see Colin Farrell being the detective. Yes. I love this detail. Many of the addresses that Vincent gives Max are the actual filming locations. If you search for them in Google Maps Street View, you can go right to them. That is super cool. That's, That's awesome. Blah, blah, blah. Da, 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 da. Hans Zimmer was attached to the film in an early stage. He was replaced by James Newton Howard, probably due to scheduling conflicts. They're buds. All right. That's all I got. Fire movie. It's fucking hard, man. One more thing. Let's just get to the finale. The final shootout. We got to talk about <clears throat> that in the subway. I think, honestly, one, man, one of my I, favorites. I feel very like tense. The third act is not as strong as the first two. It gets it gets out of the realm of realism for me. It's yeah. pure cat and mouse. Yes. Yeah. But yeah. I love I love the ex the 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 forks in the road Tom Cruise is always presented with. Like he goes down the elevator. Oh my god, yes. That's he, cool. He goes down the elevator and he's like, which way could they have gone? 50-50. Boom. All right, I'm going this way. And then upstairs, downstairs, I was like, I remember the first time I saw it, I was like, this is so intense. Yeah. yeah. Well, because um, like cause also his character is like, if I were running from me. I would try to deceive me. So this is where I'd go. Yeah, like the chess game. I love that. They, exactly. The mental chess game he was trying to choose. And then the fact that he finds him. And- but, but he's like, oh my God. He's like, Max, I do this for a living. Yeah. Best. Dude. And that's it right before he dies. Ugh. Is Max? And then just, I do this for a living. And I would have then- just given up right there. And I'm like, yeah, you're right. And, like- then, and then Jimmy Fox comes out and just blind fires. Fucking- yeah. yeah, he's fucking like, oh God, I yeah. don't know, dude. Yeah. And But to me, that firefight... It stood up for like it was like the the whole Pulp Fiction, like a whole bunch of bullets were fired and how was I wasn't I hit type of thing. Yeah, yeah. It, it was like the, one of those elevated moral gunfights where it was like, like they're missing on like a surrealism level. Yeah, where it gets to the it gets like almost nebulous where you're like, you know, the hitman misses all his shots, but this guy that just goes ah hits and kills. It was like this. This like he wanted to live more. Well, it know? was it was like a moral virtuistic thing where yeah. it was like it was almost like it was like anti nihilistic. Yeah, 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 it was it was uh, like there's something bigger at play. Yep. That's what that type of scene yeah. implies, like the Pulp Fiction scene where it's like the guy emptied the whole clip and missed him or whatever. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Where it was like like Vincent had to die or like it, good dominated evil light versus dark that whole thing. That's what that little exchange felt like to me. Right. Where it was like why wouldn't. Mm. Tom Cruise hit his target. Yeah. It's just like, it just 
wasn't meant to be. It's like this yeah. like bigger than real reality yeah, type yeah. of 100%. gunfight. But the fact that you don't see him get shot, you're just like, what just happened? And then he flubs his reload. Oh, yeah. And then he just gives up. He's like, well, shit. Yeah, he just concedes. He sits down and dies. Like, fucking. Like the guy that he was talking about in the cab originally. Yeah, yeah. Fucking full circle, dude. Let's go, BB. Dude, I love it. Goes hard. All right, guys. That was collateral. More like come lateral. Why? Why? Like came. Oh, okay. This is Cinema with Marty Scorsese. We have to determine whether or not Collateral, directed by Michael Mann, is in fact cinema or not cinema, BB. Is it fucking... Is it fucking cinema, dude? Um, yeah. Yes. Ah. Yes. Ah. Yes. Ah. Now... We have to determine whether or not this film belongs in the one true format of four motherfucking three. Yes. Ah! Alex? Yes. And I gotta say, I was not influenced in any way to give my yes answer. Me either. I'm saying this on my own volition. There's not a gun pointed in my face or anything. But if there were. But if there were, I would still give it four three. Ah! Amazing. Four three. All right, uh, dumb movie title. Oh yeah, um, let's go. And you remember to do that. Yeah. All right. Do we go first? Go for it. I've got cruise control, Jamie Fox and the Silver Fox, and then taxi passenger instead uh, of taxi driver. I see what you did. Bit of a reach. I prefer cruise control, but whatever. Uh, I have taxi driver because obviously, and the gray man because he is a gray man and he kills people. I'll one-up you. The Grey Gunman. Oh, shit. Nice. Uh, Jay Leno, Witness Hunter. Ballistic and Nihilistic. Nice. And Witness Tompering. Huh? Like Tom Tom Cruise. Witness Tampering. Tom Cruise. All right. It's a stretch. Which which DMT do you like? Um, You know, and I'm saying this on my own volition. There's not a gun pointed at me or anything. Right, right, right. I personally... I like cruise control. I like the great gunman. I like the taste of cinnamon toast crunch. <laughs> the taste you can see. <laughs> They're not on a boat. It could be confused with Speed 2 Cruise Control. I think that's another great film. <laughs> another great film. <laughs> I don't know. Directed by Michael Mann. <laughs> Anything else? Um, budget, budget. All right, I, I didn't. didn't I, I didn't see it up either. Yeah, it's loud. What was the budget for the movie Collateral? I'm gonna go with. You wanna go first? Thirty million. Alex. Um, I'll do uh uh twenty nine million. Shit. God damn it. That was really close to what I wanted to do. Let me do 20... <laughs> Shit. 26 million. Alexa, how much did the movie Collateral cost to make? Collateral cost an estimated 65 million US dollars. Damn. I win. 
You can't say I win while holding a gun. It's a little aggressive. Or what? Ah, fuck, you're right. Or what, bitch? No, nothing. I mean, literally nothing. Say it again. No, I didn't say anything. What can't I do? You, anything you, you can do anything you want. You can't not do nothing. I mean, yeah. That's what I thought. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think it's loaded anymore. I don't think so either. All right. That's it, huh? I guess so. Oh, you want to do actor game? Oh, yeah. Tom Cruise. <sighs> you won. Go ahead. <sighs> Mission Impossible. Collateral. Top Gun. <clears throat> Minority Report. Jerry Maguire. Nice. Tropic Thunder. A Few Good Men. Fuck. Hold on. Thomas Cruise. I know. I'm trying to think of the name of the movie. Oh, Risky Business. Magnolia. Jack Reacher. Reacher. The, the Just Mummy. Matter. Just matter. Um, The Mummy? Yeah. The recent reboot? I didn't know about that. I guess I'm more yeah, of a cinephile than you. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. Uh, Vanilla Sky. Eyes wide shut. <clears throat> Thomas Anal Cruz. That's not his middle name. I'm pretty sure it is. Okay. Um, he was in several movies. One of them being I'm Out. Interview with Vampire. Damn it! Nice. It's a good one. A very straight movie, also. The Oprah interview that everybody knows him for. Okay. No, yeah, that's a good one. That's a good I one. I forgot about that. Um. Mm. Oh, my ears hurt. Fuck. I'm out. I guess. Cocktail. Nice one. Good job. You nice. won. <clears throat> Let's get out of here. I'm fucking tired. Yee. This episode's long as shit. Tis. As a Michael Mann episode deserves to be. True. Thank you for listening to There Are Too Many Movies. Uh, five bucks a month on Patreon if you want to support your local on the internet podcast. And you're doing this on your own volition. I'm not making you do this by aiming your gun at the at you, at the collective the Criterion Collective that listens and the viewership, the the listeners and the visual listeners. I'm not making you do anything you don't want to do, but tell a friend, donate, join our Discord. B. No, oh, no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs>